is a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of Glenn Clark Radio. I am Glenn Clark. He's Griffin. Um, what's uh, what's happening here? You guys are supposed to be... Uh, oh, there we go. You know, we start at 10. You know, we start at 10. Uh, uh, Carson's here. I, I Look, man. So they're going to drink their eggnog. I just realized a pint is nothing. Like, it struck me yesterday when we were talking about it. I'm like... I feel like what happened was when we made this bet, I was thinking about the possibility that I was going to lose. Like, I wasn't planning on going 7-1 for the week. I should probably plan on that more often. It works out really well. It's fine um, with me. fine with me. I wasn't thinking about that, and so I was like, I better come up with a really a, a consumable amount. And so I said a pint. And it turns out, like, a pint's really nothing. It's, it's, a, it's two, a big glass. Two pints is this. So Griffin and I have to split this. Is that, it doesn't. That's. It says it's not. It doesn't have Southern Comfort. No. It's, okay. It's all right. Not, all right. All right. I was gonna say. I'm I not, know. I thought that too. I was worried because the only gonna be, brand they had was Southern Comfort. Not but gonna then, be boozy eggnog. This is not gonna be something you might enjoy. <sighs> all right. So they're gonna do that. Uh, give it a minute. Can you throw that in the fridge for a little yeah, bit? Yeah, I was about to say. I'm gonna. Do You're that. not. You don't need the whole show for a pint of eggnog, <laughs> as I realize. Um. And and we got a, a crazy day today. So we, here's the way that today is gonna work. Uh, coming up in a bit, Mike Loxley is going to join us. Pull the curtain back. We had to record with Mike Loxley before today, before he could talk about all the players that are committing with today being National Signing Day. Today we talk more about the season, about more big picture things. So just be aware, today is not a conversation about National Signing Day or specifically about the players that Maryland is signing on National Signing Day. Uh, later this hour, Diego Fago, a former Navy linebacker legend, man, he single-handedly won them the Army game last year. Um, he's going to join us. He also spent some time with the Ravens. Uh, he's going to join us. He is going to talk to us about Navy's coaching change because he knows both guys quite well, both Kenny Amatololo and their new football coach, Brian Newberry, who I believe is going to join us. It's an awkward spot. I'll tell you more about that. Brian Newberry, I think, is going to join us next week, but also Kenny Amatololo wants to come on next week. He wanted to get through the holidays. So maybe not the same day. Maybe we try to do it on different days. We'll try to work that out. Uh, also this morning, because we're not doing a show on Friday, we will be off this Friday, this Monday. We will not have shows. So we move Bo Smolka to today. We'll talk about uh, the Ravens' preparations for the Falcons. Lamar Jackson not practicing yesterday. <sighs> um. I'm I I'm just giving it away. I know we're gonna do picks while we're drunk tomorrow, but uh, I ain't picking the Ravens minus seven and a half if Lamar Jackson isn't practicing. That's a promise. Not gonna happen. All right, I'll ain't remind you. It. I'll remind you. Ain't doing it. If he practices, completely different story. But if he ain't practicing, I ain't picking the Ravens minus seven and a half. Uh, we'll preview the Falcons with Dave Archer, their color analyst and former quarterback, and uh, we will check in. With our buddy Drew Forrester, who is at Helping Up Mission today. Yes, today is the day that we are doing uh, the event. I, unfortunately, am not there because I'm, I'm here. That's the way that it works. But I was there this morning, um, was there yesterday, dropping everything off, getting everything prepared for the uh, event, the kind of giveaway event, and everybody coming in and collecting all the great stuff that you all provided for them, the toiletries, the underwear, e everything, um, the women's shelter, blankets. I know a lot of – there was – my friend, Megan Grice, my friend from high school, dropped off at my house yesterday. I just got home, and I was like, what is this? A bunch of laundry bags, mesh laundry bags for the women's shelter as well. It's incredible. Thank you to all of you from the bottom of my heart. If you did not get an opportunity to get in, 
if you forgot about it, if you whatever it is. These are the items that can always be used. So if you say, hey, I could swing by the studio with more next week, that's fine. I'll get them there. I'm there once a month. That's fine. I will get them to Helping Up Mission. Um, and if you just wanted to swing by Helping Up Mission, if you live in the city, you say, hey, it's, it's easy for me. Any of those items, toiletries, underwear, things like that for men or for women, they can always use those items, always, at all times. So if you just stop by with those, they will be happy to take them from you. Toiletries and underwear, two huge needs for the folks at Helping Up Mission. So thank you all so much, and Drew will check in a little bit later on. It is Would You Rather Wednesday, brought to you by Glory Days Grill. Those scenarios are up on Facebook. I'll get them up on Twitter here in a minute. Today's show brought to you by the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill. Use the code TAILGATE, save $100 when you order your Ginsu Kamado Grill. I'm going to need a new binder. I'm just real. I was just about to comment That is... how long have how long does uh, that one last? What exactly is going on? What happened there? Or, this was a binder that got uh I don't know. This is always my second we had a Ravens binder that we used for a while. And then this was the other binder that I used for personal uh appearances. The Ravens binder still it's like in that uh that you try to find me the Ravens binder, yeah. Carson. Can, can you can you work sure. on that? I appreciate it. Shouldn't be hard. Um, I think it's right on top. Um <laughs> anyway, the moral of the story being I need a new binder. As I was saying about the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill, it is the perfect ceramic tailgate or home grill for grilling, baking, searing, and smoking all kinds of food. Ginsugrills.com. Use the code tailgate. Save $100. Thank you. Can I assign you to moving the uh, reeds over from one binder to another? Does that get rid of that, anything? I'm, I think I'm capable Like of throw that. away everything that's in here. Sure. We don't need it. These are all the active reeds, and we just got to move that. them. Thank you. That's Look no at problem. that. That's very kind of you. I don't know if this is helping the folks with the Ginsu Kamado Grill. Hey, uh, Sunday, Saturday, I did it again. Saturday, Ravens back home. Stop by the Game Day Firehouse, 1202 Ridgely Street, just west of the stadium. See the Ginsu Kamado Grill cooking, taste it, sample it, and uh, register to win your own Ginsu Kamado Grill as well as $500 worth of grilling meats. Quickly, as far as news from yesterday, obviously no Lamar Jackson on the practice field for the Baltimore Ravens, which doesn't singularly guarantee that uh, he's out. Doesn't guarantee anything. But, you know, your hopes for this week, you would have liked to have seen Lamar Jackson get a full week of practice in. Of course, he could still return today. He could still return tomorrow and would be all good. But you'd have liked to have seen him put in a full week of practice in order to be confident about where he is as far as the opportunity for him to play on Saturday. Admittedly, admittedly, I uh, bumped into my buddy Bruce Raffle, who used to be with Baltimore Beatdown. Uh, we now uh, work we work out at the same gym, and I we talk a lot about uh, the Ravens, and Bruce saw me last night, and he said, what do you think? I said, the moment that I saw the injury report, I just sort of assumed that that meant that Lamar Jackson would not be playing. Like, that, I just thought, if if this was the week, I would have thought that he would practice all week, but... You know, again, I don't know anything, and if he practices today, he'll probably play on Saturday. The bigger story, I guess, yesterday, I don't know which one's the bigger story, but we'll go with it. The The Ravens lose Devin Duvernay at least for the rest of the regular season. Who knows what the severity is beyond that? It seems like it's quite possible that it's more significant than that, and it could be for the rest of the year entirely. Um They, par- they pair that with bringing back Sammy Watkins, so, you know, yay. Um, it's a tough thing because what we've seen from Devin Duvernay in recent weeks 
was definitely not his best football. So it might be easy to say, well, what are you really missing? Okay, but he was, unfortunately, your best threat, at least post-Rashad Bateman's injury. It's easy for me to say this is kind of moving deck chairs, right? Like, you bring in Sammy Watkins, it's fine. Truth be told, Sammy Watkins is definitely not even as good as Devin Duvernay was at this point. Which is a pretty damning statement about Sammy Watkins and where things have gone for him. But at the same time, I'm also not telling you that it's drastic. I get it. There's a limit to what Devin Duvernay had provided you he had been helpful as this sort of swift art swiss army knife piece a few weeks back when he was being lined up in different places he was doing a lot of different things he is definitely not an outside starting wide receiver in the nfl i don't i don't think that's possibly what you could have expected him to be that's that's not his skill set necessarily he certainly should have been more capable of being kind of an impact semi-home run hitter over the middle. It's a shame that you weren't getting that from Devin Duvernay. It, with the exception of Saturday, he had still been an exceptional kick returner. Like, he had still been very helpful in the return game until Saturday when he was not helpful in the return game. It was basically the opposite of that. So the Ravens got to solve that conundrum, and I don't have the foggiest clue. I guess it's just Justice Hill. I guess that's the way they go, is that he takes on those roles the rest of the season. But what about I mean, you know, Deshaun Jackson returned oh, punts for the Eagles. Be, he's, he's, 50, be, he's fifty years old. What if you put him fifty back? years? They could, I don't know. They could put Pat Ricard back there. Too. Sure, they could Pat, Pat, put Pat Ricard yeah. back there. Look, man, I'm I'm trying to be as practical as I can about it. I don't think it's it hurts. I can't. It doesn't hurt like losing Rashad Bateman hurt. Losing Rashad Bateman was killer. This hurts in part because you had already lost Rashad Bateman. Um, Because you really needed Devin Duvernay to be better than he's been. Or more impactful. Better is unfair, right? Because it's not all on him. But you needed him to be more impactful than he's been. It's also a reminder of what the Ravens have done at receiver versus what they haven't done at receiver. And... It's a whole different conversation for another day. I, I, I can't be down on bringing in Sammy Watkins because I can't be down on bringing in anybody. I mean, if they announced today that they were bringing back Derek Mason, I'd probably say, like, yeah, all right, give it a shot. The hell. What, I, they have nothing. Oh, man, I meant to put Cordell on at some point. Cordell and I got into a little not – a, not even a fight, but Cordell um, – caught into the post game show the other day on 105.7 the fan and we were talking about greg roman and he said something like you know the offensive players aren't even playing hard for him and i was like yeah cordell i'm gonna have to push back on that dude like that does you can't just say that the, the offensive line's playing extraordinarily hard insanely hard the running backs are playing really hard and the the other players aren't good <laughs> like i i don't i don't know what you're what you mean they're not playing hard they're not good football players <laughs> How would we know the difference? What would it look like if we thought that Demarcus Robinson was playing harder? Like these is not good. Like that's the I I can't I can't just let that fly. I can't just let you put that out there. I'm not trying to. You know, I, if your bigger point is I don't think Greg Roman should be the coordinator. I hear you, 
But I get that we sometimes just say things because of that. Like, you know, the offensive players aren't playing hard, which is not remotely true. Like, not even a little bit true. The problem is the players that are good are playing hard and everybody else isn't a good football player. Like, they're just not. They're not adequate players. So, you want to bring in another player who's inadequate? Sure. You're, you're, that's, that's what you got. It's not dropping the standard all that much. It's a bunch of inadequate football players that they are lining up at the wide receiver position. It's terrifying. It's, and it's horrifying what it is they've done. But man, there's nothing else they can do. They're going to have to figure out a way to run the ball and 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 hope for the best. And it goes back to, you know, a decision like aggressively going forward and fourth and one last week when I don't know what kind of football game you thought you were in. I don't know why you thought it was so desperate for you to get seven points instead of getting three. You know how this team has to win. If that game is turning into a shootout, you're not winning it. Again, those arguments early on in the year, you're playing the Bills, you want to be aggressive. I, I, it doesn't excuse what you did at the end of the game. But I get the idea of aggression when you're playing against a team like the Bills. I understand the concept. We're playing against them. We have to win a shootout. That's out the that's completely out the window. You cannot win a shootout. You cannot win a high scoring game. You have to play for low scoring games. That's the frustrating part about their decision to go for it. I didn't like the play call either, but it's just what do you think you're doing here? What do you think this is? You don't have wide receivers. None. The one that you would hope might become one is now gone too. You have nothing at the wide receiver position. Zero. You can't win that way. Absolutely cannot. If you think that you're going to be in a game that's going to become a shootout, I got bad news, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. You don't have the ability to win that way. But Sammy Watkins is back. So. Dust off those old uh, Sammy Watkins Ravens jerseys. Why would any human being have ever had a Sammy Watkins? Definitely, I, don't, I don't know why the Sammy Watkins would have kept a Sammy Watkins Ravens jersey. I can't jersey. wait to see him on Saturday. There's zero chance that there will be somebody oh, at the I game with a Sammy somebody. Watkins jersey. I'll see, I bet I see somebody with a Sammy yeah, Watkins If you find one, what? I need you to interview that person. <laughs> I don't think you will find one. I bet I will. I don't think you will. If you find one, I need you to do a man-on-the-street interview. Okay. I know that was supposed to be Carson's bit. <laughs> What's going on with that? We doing that? The stuff, uh, I think it's going to be hopefully getting here today. And then okay. next week right. I'll be able to go All out right. there. Right. And go, go, go to the game on Saturday. Try to find somebody wearing a Sammy Watkins jersey. And I want you to di- dissect imagine, all of their life imagine decisions. Imagine I run into a bunch of people wearing them. No. No <laughs> chance. I want you to find one and say, why? Why? Ever would you have done this? God. Anyway, um, that's the deal. All right. Um, uh, by the way, it, it, I, look, I know we don't like the Steelers around here, but uh, horrible, horrible with the news this morning about Terrible. Franco Harris. I mean, just awful. Atrocious. Everybody's talking about Franco Harris this week. He's doing all of these, these media appearances. They're doing a football life about Franco Harris on NFL Network this week. Of course, the big celebration of the immaculate reception. I, just, just. I mean, it's atrocious that he passed away, but it's it seems particularly cruel 
that it would happen this week. Like, it seems truly awful that it would happen this week. Thoughts um, to everybody that uh, was, you know, I guess to all the Steelers fans and then obviously everybody who knew Franco Harris. What an awful, awful. God, I, I don't know why. Like, it's just... It just, if you know, if it happens two weeks from now, then you can at least say, I mean, 72 is young. That's not true. 72 is still too young. It's still too young for someone to pass away. And someone who's been in the, the public eye as much as Franco Harris has. But Jesus, right on the, 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 the eve of the anniversary? Yeah, it really just rubs you the wrong way. It's like, when you, I mean, their big uh, ceremony honoring him yeah, on like, the this game is, this weekend, this so much outpouring of love and, you know, uh, appreciation oh, for him and everything he's oh, done. It, it just really, happens. really feels cruel, cruel that it would happen this week. Um, so, yeah, it's just terrible news this morning about the passing of Franco Harris. No, it's never fun to, to do that and then transition to something else. I always don't, I, I don't like doing that. So maybe we just pause for a second. Okay, now we transition. I, 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 don't, I don't know how to do that. I, I, I'm, I know I've been a professional for some time. There's no good way to do but it. But there's just, it, it's, no one has ever come up with an appropriate way to transition. Like sometimes you would just take commercial breaks. Maybe we just do that. But I, I don't know. It also feels awkward. Imagine being the first sponsor right after we're talking about someone who passed away. Hey, coming up this Saturday, you're going to. Like, it just feels awkward. There's no way of getting around it. All right. Um, today's show is also brought to you by the Baltimore County Police Department. They still need you to stop by the area precincts this week with unwrapped toys, with non-perishable food items to support them through the end of the week. They are going to be helping out those in the community who need it the most. The Baltimore County Police Department, if you're thinking about a career change, JoinBaltimoreCountyPD.com is the website. Again, JoinBaltimoreCountyPD.com. Very competitive salaries, $10,000 signing bonus. As I mentioned, had to do this yesterday because of his schedule today with National Signing Day, but the opportunity to catch up with Maryland football coach Mike Loxley here on GCR. Well, it is always a pleasure for us to welcome back to the program the head coach the University of Maryland football program. He is Coach Mike Loxley, and he's getting ready for the Duke's Mayo Bowl next Friday. Coach, it's Glenn. It's good to catch up with you as always. Thank you for taking the time for us this morning. No problem. How you doing, Glenn? I'm all right, man. Uh, you Okay, take me through this. When they come to you and say, hey, Coach, you're in for doing the Mayo Bath, right? Is there any part of you that's like, do I have a choice? Is there a way out of this? Um, yeah, I can tell you that I, I don't mind mayo on my sandwich, but I saw a video of what it looks like <laughs> and was not very appealing. Yeah. But I, I'll, I'll be the first to tell you, I'm a, I'm a team first guy and, and, you know, really excited about being able to take part in the Duke's Mayo Bowl. So this was the one that I really wanted us to go to when we started looking at some of the choices we had. And if it's part of uh, the process of, of, of winning, I'm all for it. Right, right. That's the, that is the point of this, is that when you get there, you'll be able to enjoy the Duke's Mayo Bath because you will have won a bowl game for a second consecutive year. Exactly. And that's the part that matters. Um, when you say you're a Mayo guy on sandwiches, I'm not a Mayo fan, like, at all. It's just not my thing. I'm not, like, I do it, but I, I, I think they, they can be better condiments. What is your go-to, like, if, is it, you make a ham sandwich. Are you putting mayonnaise on it? Are you a regular mayonnaise guy? I am. I'm a mayo guy on my burgers. I'm a mayo guy on my sandwiches. Not an extra mayo guy. And, you know, for some of the old school people, it's like that old movie, Undercover Brother. Uh, yes. Um, yes. You got. Yeah. Do, you, do you carry hot sauce with you at all times? And I don't keep the hot sauce with me, but I do like spicy. So I'm, I'm always trying to figure out a way to spice it up, but I don't 
carry hot sauce. See, with that's, the acid. that's my point about man. I just feel like you could go with like a nice aioli, and it, I know it's mayo based, so technically it is mayo. But like it just it's a little bit better than a traditional mayonnaise, typically. And, and I, I would agree with that. I just don't do dry sandwiches like that's I, hard for me to just a dry sandwich is like scratching a chalkboard for me. I okay. Give me your ah, this is the, we could just do this by the way. I know we're gonna talk football, but we can just talk sandwiches, and I'd be on I'd be on board with that. Um, are you a BLT man? Oh, one hundred percent. I even had the right. fried egg on it. Like I call it the belt sandwich because I do the fried egg on it. I don't think hard. I've ever done fried egg on a BLT. You might be taking me to a new place, Coach. Um, I, don't I, know, I don't know if you noticed. I mean, I am um, physically <laughs> challenged to, to the, these types of conversations. So. You're saying this is your wheelhouse. Yeah, where my wheelhouse right <laughs> here, Glenn. an area of expertise. But, but, you know, New Year's is coming, so I'm going to start a New Year's resolution, and then it won't be in my wheelhouse. So let's go. We'll I, enjoy it while we can. Hey, man, as long as you keep winning. Um, that's, that's, I, I want you to be healthy, Coach. I want to make that abundant. I support you being healthy in any uh, in any capacity it was uh, i had to go through something like this i was i was like 250 a few years back and had to uh, and had to, to get my life a little bit in order so i 100 uh, percent support uh, health at all turns i think that's a wonderful thing um coach i i know that there's probably I, I i take me take me through this for you as a coach when you get to a point like this where you've made progress you 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 improved upon where you guys were a year ago. You're in a higher profile bowl game. It's clear that things are going in the right direction, but yet you know there were opportunities for it to be even better than it was this season. And you were so close in those Ohio State Purdue games. How do you reflect on the totality of all of that? Yeah, I think the big piece is is focusing on the trajectory going in the right direction, and then taking those losses. Uh, and making them lessons for us. I mean, when you look at the Purdue game and, you know, the blocked extra point, um, you know, they, you know, regardless of whether they were on size or off size, we didn't finish the play on the wing. Um, we had three opportunities inside the 50 where we came away with no points. Like, those are the things we can control. And I've always been really uh, solution-based when it comes to solving things and not a guy that just focuses on the problem. And so, you know, for us, we've got to figure out how – to finish games like those close games we've had. I mean, we've shrunk the, the margins of defeat versus some of the top teams in our, uh, in our league, but now find out and figure a way how to win those games. And, you know, that's a tough step to take, but it's one that I think our players and, and our, our program are ready to take. Mike Loxley is with us here on GCR. Coach, it feels like such a dumb guy question, right? But, like, what, what is it? Can you put your finger on what is the biggest difference? Because to your point – you know, outside of, you know, one or two, obviously I know the Wisconsin game didn't go the way you wanted it, but all these other yeah. games, you're, you're right there. It, can you put your finger on what the biggest difference is for this program in the next couple of years to, to finishing those games and winning them? Well, I think what you saw, Glenn, and we point to the two we didn't finish, but think back to the Indiana game where we did finish. Sure. Uh, think back to the SMU game where we were in a dogfight and we found a way to come back from behind to win. Uh, so we, we've won some. I think the next step is the consistency of being in those close games and finishing every time and not some of the time. I mean, I, I man, it, you're right. There. I, I can only imagine how frustrating it must be, right? Like I can only imagine the difficulty of knowing that you've got the program exactly where you want it. It's just, oh, it's, it's so close. It's right there. 
Um, Coach, yep. the, the biggest thing for you this season, beyond broadly, like just saying, hey, we did, we continued on that trajectory, but the biggest area where you thought your team improved during the course of the season was what? I'd say on our defensive side of the ball, um, the consistency of how we played in the second half of games. And, you know, the goal is to play that way the entire part of the game. But when we started looking at the self-scout and, you know, against really good teams, uh, our defensive staff did a good job of figuring out what they were doing, making the necessary adjustments, and our players went out and executed. And so that piece of us uh, as a team, and then I think just um, the running game as a complement to what everybody knew going in that we had a talented receiver room and, and always have been able to throw the football but to win in the Big Ten in November, you're going to have to run the football. And, you know, we, we sputtered there in some of the, the cold weather, windy, rainy games, and that's the part. But we came back and finished really strong in the Rutgers game. So um, I think those two areas are the areas where I saw some vast improvement. But we still got a way to go. Uh, he is Mike Loxley. He's with us here on GCR. Coach, obviously, uh, Leah told everybody he's going to wait until after the bowl game to make a decision. Can you just take me through your role and – and trying to help him, knowing, of course, you know, you, you wouldn't be upset at all to have another year of Talia Tungavailoa, but knowing that you want to do what's right for the young man, what does that look like, and what are those conversations like with you and he? Yeah, I mean, uh, the, not very many conversations between he and I in terms of, you know, what we can and will do, because anybody that's watched him during his time here has seen the, the progression of, of how he's played. He's gotten better every year. He's been in our program and I do think another year in our system, and he'll be going into the uh, 23 season, you know, the the best returning quarterback, hopefully, in the Big Ten. Um, and so, to me, I think that speaks volumes. But these are personal choices, man, and I, I have not one time had a problem with any kid that decided whether to declare like guys like Deontay Banks and yeah. Rakim have done. Uh, or transfer out like guys like C.J. Dupree and some of the other guys have decided to do because this is the world we live in in college football and uh, coaches have had the ability to leave and do things to better themselves and so why not the players? Now, I, I like to see it be a little uh, more organized and in, in, in the way it's been being done where twice a year your whole team becomes free agents and you're limited with how many visits you can take and limited with how many scholarships you have and we've got to navigate that but the conversation is strictly a personal and business between him and his family because the last thing I ever want to do is convince a kid to not declare and then he comes back and has an injury and now it's, hey, coach, I did this because of you. Or to a kid comes in and says he doesn't want to be here. Uh, I don't want anybody in this program that doesn't want to be sure. here. I'm not going to convince you to be here. So that's not what I'm doing. Um, you know, we wish everybody well and, and everybody has business decisions to make when it comes to staying and going but i know one thing it, it won't slow our program down one iota we're going to go find the people that want to be here that want to help us continue to take the next step uh twofold from that one i know you and i have talked a lot about it and i've always appreciated the fact that you have prioritized that you want what's best for the players you know that there's a lot of people mm -hmm. that have continued to say you know this is ruining college football and and you've kind of always had the exact opposite which is not nah, this is this is what's best what's best for the kids is what's best that's what matters the most I agree. That's totally my approach. Uh, as I said before, as a coach, you know, I get a chance to, if we win here and all of a sudden I get a chance to make a decision that betters myself, my family, uh, personally, yep. uh, those are the decisions I get to make. So, you know, players have the same opportunities. Um, obviously we want 
guys to want to be here. Uh, we're trying to build a program that has the consistency. You know, I'll be the first to tell you, I made the decision to recruit high school kids. When you look at the way our class is shaping up, um, I'm not a big transfer portal guy other than the field necessary needs like I've done with junior college players because I want a consistency in, in what that locker room is like. And so, you know, some programs have gone total transfer portal. It's affected the high school recruit, uh, but that's not kind of how we want to do things here. I understand that. I understand that to- totally. Coach, with that in mind, the, the, uh, there's been a lot of talk about bowl games specifically. And, you know, some of your guys are choosing not to play in the bowl games, and we get it, right? Like, the, the, your priority is getting ready for the NFL draft. Is there a way to do things differently and make, you know, just because you want these games to still be exciting and showcase opportunities, is there a way to change it to get kids to want to play in the bowl games before they go? Or is this just something we're going to have to accept that bowl games are, are this is the way it's going to be moving forward? Yeah, this is the way it's going to be. And if you haven't noticed, my approach to the bowl game is it's not the last game of the year, but the beginning of the next season and that's where you start seeing me a year ago you know people don't recall this but Roman Hemby and guys like Antoine Littleton played major roles in yeah, the uh, yeah. pinstripe bowl and, and really came on strong and, and had great years this year and I can just tell you going into the NC State game you're going to see some young players that have played maybe minimum roles during the year now they're thrust into starting roles and you'll see almost like the passing of the torch or the transition from last year to this year because I can tell you I've watched you know Shalik Knotts, Punch Knotts, our young receiver, Leon Houghton, Octavian Smith, all these guys now have opportunities to step up and they've really done that during these bowl practices that we've had and so you know for us you'll see the influx of next year's team, uh, the players, the young players that will become focal points in our system, they'll be put on display in a game against NC State and so to me it'll be really competitive because of how we've recruited and how we develop these guys, and you'll still get the same kind of product. Uh, by the way, I, I was going to say, at the receiver position, you kind of almost have to do that, obviously, yeah. uh, given it is where where you are. The, the importance still of somehow figuring out a way to win that game. Obviously, you want to get those young players involved, but I think you and I talked about it a year ago, that just winning a game against Virginia Tech, no matter what the circumstances are, it's it's galvanizing for a fan base, right? Now you get another ACC opponent, a location where you're probably going to have a lot of Maryland fans traveling to again for the game this year in Charlotte. The significance of that, whereas a lot of people would say it's a bowl game, it's silly, it's kind of a celebration, but what it actually does for your program and, and, and again, galvanizing this fan base seems like it's significant. It's... No, very significant for us. And one, it's a huge difference between eight and five and seven and six. And so the object for us is to prepare and we're putting together a game plan to go try to win the game. Um, but definitely for our fans and anybody that's been associated with Maryland to play an ACC opponent, I'm a big proponent of this type of scheduling. You know, I'd much rather play one of our ACC rivals than play an SMU, which kind of doesn't fit, in, or play a Charlotte on the road. Um, and so, you know, this is to me what, what I'd like to see us do more of, uh, these regional rivalries or these, these old rivalries from our prior conference. Uh, and it, it does galvanize our fan base, and there'll be competitive games. Uh, again, our team is excited about going down to Charlotte um, and, and facing NC State. Dave Dorn is somebody I know really well, and he's had a great year down there, and they're facing some of the same things we're facing with, you know, players leaving and, and not being there or injuries and, 
and we all face it at this time, but I can guarantee you it'll be a really good game. No doubt about it. Um, just one more on the bowl game thing. I know the NCAA did like a waiver for eligibility rules that you could participate in the bowl game and not have it impact redshirt. Do you feel like that might be something that needs to become more permanent moving forward, given what we were just talking about, the number of players that are, are not going to be participating in bowl games? Yeah, it was sure would help, but we, had, again, we prepare for this knowing how we play our players, and we really only had one or two people that it affected where, you know, we had saved a game. Now, had I known this, it would allow me to have played right. some of these younger guys a, a, a game, a game, one more game maybe. And so, no, I do think there's some great benefits to it, especially with losing players. Uh, player safety becomes an issue when you have depth issues with whether you play a guy or doesn't play a guy because guys have declared. And so definitely makes it easy when they just blanket waiver that the bowl game is a, a, a neutral, does not count against your four, uh, helps us as coaches for sure. All right, um, just another minute or two here with Mike Loxley on GCR. The momentum that you build, how many times do you find it funny when, when somebody says something about, I can't believe that Maryland is somehow in on this kid. I can't believe that that kid's thinking about Maryland. It's... Um, I don't get to hear that a lot because anybody that knows me knows I, I go big fish hunting and, and I'm not taking a back seat based on where I'm at. And uh, Recruiting is a relationship business. Uh, I've built a, a really strong reputation in terms of having uh, being a guy that does what he says he's going to do, get guys degrees, prepare them for the next level, teach them how to be great husbands, fathers, better brothers, better sons. Um, to me, those are the, 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 the foundation of what it's like playing in a program led by me. So um, I, I don't get to hear that a lot because if they're usually from this area or yeah. I have some type of ties with these kids, uh, I have enough third-party validation that will validate that I am who I say I am and that um, the things that I'll say I'll do for a kid uh, in helping him develop into becoming a, a man, uh, we get done. I know that's true. Uh, my buddy uh, Mike Francis and I have talked about that a lot over the years, and it was great to be on the field with he and AJ the day of the uh, the food drive at the Ohio State game and, and just what incredible humans those guys yep. are. Great, uh, great family. Before I let you go, uh, we had Pete Shinnick on last Friday, and he was telling us about a phone call he got from you right after he got the job. And despite the fact that you guys are playing them the first game next year, you said, come on down, uh, watch us in our bowl prep, whatever I can do to help you out. Can you take me through? We know how much Towson means to you, but it's a unique circumstance when you're going to be playing that team next year. Can you take me through why it is that you said – I don't care. I want to be. I want to be here to help you, whatever that means. Yeah, my, I mean, again, we all do the same things football wise. Now, as we were game plan, we're not game planning for Towson. So, you know, what we run and how we do it, uh, he'll see what we're doing to prepare for NC State. Um, now, am I inviting him down to summer camp to watch <laughs> us get ready for our first game? No, that won't be the case. Um, but, you know, obviously a change was made there. Rob Ambrose was a teammate of mine. I thought he did a phenomenal job there. Yeah. We all get into this business and understand that the day we're hired, the only other thing that can happen next is being fired or you re being or you retiring. Um, they decided to make a change. They brought in a veteran coach who has had great success in all the different places he's been. And I got a lot of respect for, for Pete and the job he's done as a coach at West Florida and some of the other places he's coached. So, uh, being an alum, um, when I heard about him getting a job, I thought, number one, coming to the state of Maryland, uh, I, I owed it to him. We're the flagship university or the big brother here. 
per se, and I wanted to make sure that I uh, in- introduced myself, extended the invite that, you know, we're here to help promote the game of football for the great state of Maryland as a flagship university. And that extends to the other universities here in the state, as well as high schools, youth football programs. And so, uh, again, we doors are always open. Um, obviously we do play them game one. So, uh, once, you know, we get done with bowl prep and we start, you know, he can see all of the things we do in the off season program, all those things. But as we prepare to play them, obviously he becomes an opponent and, and, and the goal will be for us once we get to that game, uh, is to find a way to, to go out and put our best foot forward as, as the Maryland football program. Coach, always appreciate you. Uh, rooting, not only rooting for you guys in the bowl game, but uh, really rooting for you as uh, you take this journey uh, with your personal help. Maybe, maybe you and uh, Frankie Tiafo can be uh, knocking around balls in this process. Uh, something yeah. like that as, as you make that journey, man. <laughs> Coach. Yeah, I don't know about the. I had double knee replacement surgery this <laughs> summer, so I don't know if I'm probably ready to not, go lateral just yet. Probably not going to work out so much. Hey, uh, yeah. Coach, congratulations on a successful season. Best of luck in the bowl game. Merry Christmas to you uh, and your whole family, Kia, everybody. Thank you for taking the time for us, as always. All right. No problem, guys. And don't forget it's my birthday on Christmas, too. Don't just hey, say Merry Hey, happy, happy birthday. Happy man, birthday. Man, I it's got to be, right? be tough gift-wise. I can't imagine how that was a lot of fun growing up. Uh, it was really fun because my mom's birthday was on Christmas, so she made oh. sure I got Oh, that's special, man. <laughs> Coach, uh, yes, sir. The happy birthday. Merry Christmas. Thank you, as always, my friend. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me on, Glenn. Mike Loxley, Maryland football coach, with us here in GCR. Always enjoy our conversations with him. Of course, they are announcing uh, their signing class today, throughout the day, on uh, social media at Terps Football. Among those that are signing today, um, some locals like Tamaris Walker. One uh, kid from Columbia that you might not know about, his name Dylan Gooden, happens to be the son of former Ace Dot Gooden. Um, which I I didn't know that entire story. Dylan Gooden from Good Counsel um, is uh, signing with Maryland today. So as a lot of people have pointed out, very interesting that once upon a time, Daryl Strawberry's son, of course, went to Maryland, DJ Strawberry, and now Doc Gooden's son is also at Maryland. Just kind of unique how that all works out. All right, um, today's show brought to you by PressBoxOnline.com slash offers, where you can still get... All of these great offers for sports betting incentives and signups, but you don't have long because at some point they are going to go away. That's a promise. Right now you can get $100 in free bets from Barstool after you place your first $10 bet or up to $1,500 in risk-free bets from Caesars. Time's limited to get the best offers from all the sports books. Go to PressBoxOnline.com offers and sign up today. When we come back in, I want the boys to start uh, working on their eggnog, and we're going to have Diego Fago join us. We'll talk a little bit about the situation at Navy. That's on the way. Glenn Clark Radio. The latest edition of Press Box is available now, and it's our annual Best of Issue. On the cover, we recognize Orioles catcher Adley Rutschman as our 2022 Mo Gabba Sports Person of the Year, and he sits down with us to discuss how his arrival in Baltimore was simultaneous with the Birds' turnaround. Also inside, we recognize the top people, performances, and moments of the year throughout the local sports scene. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores, and you can always find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. 
Join the Maryland Jockey Club at Laurel Park for Christmas Tide Stakes Day on Monday, December 26. An exciting day of live horse racing awaits you with a whopping six stakes races worth $600,000 in prize money. Plus, enjoy a specially curated stakes buffet, a delicious hot chocolate bar, and hot cider cocktails. It may be cold, but Laurel Park has plenty of horse racing excitement, food, and beverages to keep you warm. Don't miss Christmas Tide Stakes Day at Laurel Park. Visit laurelpark.com for more info. Come experience Maryland's number one sportsbook this NFL season at the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel, the ultimate place for any sports enthusiast. Take advantage of our 24-7 kiosks, massive video screens, and watch all the action from the best seat in the house. With more money paid out than anyone around, make every moment more at the new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover, Maryland. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit mdgamblinghelp.org. The weather outside is really unpleasant, so it's time to warm up with some comfort classics this winter at your neighborhood Glory Days Grill. Try the twisted ribs and wings combo. It's two full pounds of meat, the mac and cheese bites, Mr. Richard's meatloaf, the citrus salmon, the winter spinach salad, and for dessert, here's internet radio personality Griffin Bass to tell you about the bourbon butter cake. Oh my god, it's so good. Pair it with a blood orange bourbon cider or a devil's backbone cranberry smash. Place your order now at glorydaysgrill.com Glory Days Grill great food good sports that first sip that first bite mm. start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at royal farms choose from a fantastic selection of fresh royal farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world at royal farms breakfast is available day and night it's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. Stan the Fan here, welcoming back one of my favorite sponsors, the Costas Inn. And everybody around Baltimore knows the Costas Inn is a great place to go and grab crabs, steaks, salads, soups, whatever's on your mind to eat in person. But did you know that the Costas Inn has upped their game? They are now one of the premier takeout places in Baltimore. Give them a call now to order your food, 410-477-1975. That's the Costas Inn, over 4100 North Point Boulevard. Looking for a simple holiday meal? Try Chick-fil-A Catering. From Chick-fil-A Nuggets to Mac and Cheese, enjoy a variety of tray options sized perfectly for your get-together. Order through the Chick-fil-A app and bring smiles to your family gathering. Availability and order requirements vary. See restaurant for details. Tune in to Simply the Bets every Tuesday and weekend at Bookies every other Thursday at 11.40 a.m. And if you really have nothing better to do, keep listening to this show too. Gambling can be fun, but you should set a limit and stay within it. And remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. It is a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of Glenn Clark Radio, brought to you by Glory Days Grill. And, of course, you can find the uh, scenarios for Would You Rather Wednesday right now on Twitter at Glenn Clark Radio or Facebook, facebook.com slash Glenn Clark Radio. Uh, you guys want to go ahead and... You want to? We, we, I, how about we talk to Diego Fago, and then you guys can start consuming your eggnog. All right, sounds, sounds good. Uh, interesting, sort of. A, it's great to catch up with our next guest, who of course was an absolute warrior, just a beast during his career at Navy, and can provide us perspective both on the former coach and 
the new head coach at the Naval Academy, two men he knows really well. It's a pleasure to welcome back in former Navy linebacker Diego Fago, who is with us now here on GCR. Diego, it's Glenn. It's great to catch up, man. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us this morning. Yeah, Glenn, thank you so much for having me. Looking forward to this conversation. Man, it, uh, you know, as much fun as it is to chat with you, it was a whole lot of fun to watch you play football, dude. And I, I don't know if we got the opportunity to talk after the Army game last year, but I have witnessed a lot of things in my life. I don't know that I've seen a whole lot more that one man does to try to lift his team up, bro. I, I know this isn't really a question and more of just me saying, my God, what fun it was to watch you play that game. I don't know where it will go in your life. I don't know what it'll rank, but my God, dude, what an unbelievable individual effort that was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I would like to take all the uh, I would like to take all the credit, but I mean, it's still up to the snapper. The snapper was the one I that get snapped it. me the ball. I get he, he was the one that <laughs> a little bit. So I was just, I, you know, my my coach really prepared me to you know that take that fake punt. We I, like I said, we did, we did uh, practice a little bit, so I feel like I I kind of have that in me all along whether I was ready for it or not. No you know? doubt. Well, it will be uh, It will be every year when uh, when these teams get together. It will be relived eternity as one of the greatest highlights in Army-Navy history. Um, Diego, let me start with, with Ken, and then I want to talk to you about Coach Newberry. Um, I, I can only imagine the, the shock, the surprise um, that you felt when you got the news. Just when somebody asked you, what what is it like to play for Ken Niamatololo, what would you tell them? Um... Man, it's really it's really hard to describe. I think that uh, he is probably one of the biggest. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to put it in a word. He just cares so much about each and every one of us, um, you know. And that's from the starters all the way down to you know the fifth string holder, whoever it is. Um, he really does take the time to learn each and every one of us. Um, he takes the time to learn our names, takes the time to learn our background, our families, and he's. He, he does a really good job of remembering that stuff and just checking in whenever he can. And whenever he, I remember even as a freshman, he would, you know, come and ask me questions that he didn't have to um, just, just being like, you know, a no name freshman. Um, but, you know, to, to see him go out the way he did, uh, we're, I mean, we're not, we're not dumb, you know, it's not like we had, uh, you know, th- these past three years have not been great uh, for Navy football in general. Um, but to see him out, to go out the way that he did, uh, I, I feel like was a very big disservice to him with, you know, the way that how loyal he was, the way that, you know, he, he fought through so much adversity. And it, it really, uh, really hurt me and all my brothers and, and the alumni, you know, beyond that, uh, you know, it, it was done the way it did, it was. So, um, yeah, he, he deserves so much more. And I uh, can't say enough about him. He, he He's a great leader, someone I really look up to. I shared your reverence for the man, and certainly not having the relationship that you did with him, but you know the way that I've gotten to know him, he's just an unbelievable human. Bringing up what you did, obviously the records the last couple of years, can you explain to the common person what the difficulty was post-pandemic for Navy that made it maybe even more unique and could perhaps explain a little bit of why it was tougher at Navy to keep up that you know ab- absurd you know, a standard that had been set or in the early years of Kenny Amatololo based on what you were up against that basically no one else in the country was up against. Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll try to keep it short. Uh, but basically, um, and, I, and I'm not making any excuses. We, I mean, as a player, as a captain, yeah, as, you want to win every game. Know, I get it. Man. <laughs> we, we want to win every game. We didn't get the job done. And that, and that's, that's the truth of the matter. But when you look at the whole thing, 
you, you can make an argument that, you know, in 2021, we lost four games by seven points or less. Uh, in 2021, you, you can make an argument that we, we, don't, we didn't even have a junior class. I mean, there was about probably, you know, the majority, most classes at the Naval Academy football players wise, we have about 35 players. Um, and we had about 17 my, my senior year. And, and so they'll, all those 17 ended up making it to their senior year for this past year. But we were really, really lacking in uh, experience. We we're, were just super young, um, you know, and, and at the Naval Academy, experience is, is everything and depth is everything as well. So it was, it was tough, you know, when Kevin Brennan went down. It was tough when Mitch West went down and, and a few other key pieces where, you know, it's just one of those things where, a younger guy had to step up and that younger guy might've been a true freshman or, right. you know, something like Avon Gibbons who was coming off the scout team. And so it's like, it's like one of those things where, again, it's, I'm not making excuses. just, we, we had a whole class basically transfer with the transfer portal and, and all the NIL stuff and all the things that's going on um, because of COVID and because of, you know, whatever they got into trouble that most people would never see because it's the military Academy. And so, you know, it's just one of those things where it, it just didn't work out in our favor. And, and, you know, we ended up not being able to finish a, a few of those games at the uh, down in the stretch. It, it feels difficult to me, Diego, for that to be knowing, you know, every, the way you know those circumstances. Of course, everyone connected to the Naval Academy knows those circumstances. To be judged based on those circumstances just feels very difficult for me to stomach as we deal with these things. That's. You know, I, I, I know exactly what you're trying to say. Hey, we don't care. We should have won the games anyway. But for that yeah. to be the judgment of a coach is knowing what everything was going on and knowing that at other places, you know, cough, cough, Air Force, they were letting guys come back and get extra years. Um, it, it's a it's a tough thing for me to stomach. That, that was where the judgment was made about the job of a coach. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it, I mean, you look at Air Force and Army, both of those yep. teams – their starting quarterbacks for fifth years. Um, both those teams had, you know, the fullback for Air Force and Army fifth years. You know what I mean? Like there's yep. just so many core players where if I in my if my class, if that class of twenty two had a fifth year option and, you know, the, the top five or ten players came back, I mean it would it, I personally think that would be, you know, one of the best teams that we would ever have. So it's like, you know, it's one of those things where again it's it is what it is. Um, you know, you, you wish th circumstances were different, but, you know, God has a reason for everything. So it's, you know, it's really his plan, you know. I'm, I'm starting to think about you and the John Marshall, the way he played this season together. On a <laughs> My God, man. Yeah. That uh, would be a pretty incredible combination. Uh, Diego Fago is with us here on GCR. Diego, all that said, obviously this, the decision was made, and, and there's nothing you can do about that at this point. Um, Navy did decide to stay in-house with Brian Newberry. Um, we know how good the defense has been these last couple of years. Can you tell me about Coach Newberry and, you know, within your disappointment, and I know that doesn't go away, your emotions about him being the choice to lead this program moving forward? Yeah, you know, like we talked about, I, you know, I didn't really agree with the uh, the whole head coaching deal and, and how it's handled. But with that being said, you know, Coach Newberry goes to work every day too. Um, he's a, one of the hardest working individuals I know, and you know, stays up late. You know, in the office is one of those guys that takes the time to still be with his family, even you know, whatever when when he has a lot of things that he probably could be doing uh, with the football team and stuff like that. But uh, you know, he deserves it. I mean, he, he, his track record has proven that he, he can coach at a very high level. 
Um, and I, I'm super, super excited for him to get this opportunity. And, and also my position coach and one of my best friends, uh, Coach P.J. Volker, uh, he got elevated to the uh, defensive coordinator position. And I'm just really, really excited for both of them. Uh, just playing underneath, really, again, both of them. Uh, yeah. and, and this goes for Coach Newberry as well, is just having that. For some reason, we just always had a really good intuition. Uh, you know, you know, certain things that, like, he, he would come over to me and be like, hey, listen, this is what I'm – and I'm like, yep, I know exactly what you're going to say. You know what I mean? Wow. So it's like one of those where it's like he just – me and him really, really clicked uh, very well and just, you know, even against those those academy teams, I, he, he gave me the ability to call the game. And so, um, you know, just having that ability to, you know, understand what he wants me to do and understand what, you know, my role as a player is, you know, I, I can't wait to see what he's going to be able to do as offensive, as a uh, head coach, excuse me, and, and bringing in some offensive minds and things like that. I just, you know, I'm really excited for him and, uh, and our team. Do you feel like, you know, him staying on and, and, and keeping, you mentioned PJ Volker and, and there's going to be others. Do you feel like there can be an opportunity there to help? Cause I, I can feel there is, there is strain with, with you guys. And, you know, of course you're always going to be Navy guys, but I can feel a strain. Do you feel like he's capable of helping to kind of heal some of those wounds that you're referencing about the decision that was made. It's I, I feel like that's the difficult part of as difficult as the football part is right now, Diego. Like the part of trying to heal the wounds within the program and the relationship with guys who are disappointed. That's something that I feel like Brian's going to have to take on as well right now. Yeah, and, and I would say first and foremost, he's not Ken Niamatololo. Like people have to understand and people have to get past the fact that he is not the same guy. And so he's going to have a learning curve in some things. I mean, it's growth, you know, it's, yep. he's never been a head coach or he's never been a, you know, a head coach of a D one football. Like, you know what I mean? It's just one of those things where it's, you know, there are going to be some pains. Um, but at the end of the day, he, he's the man for the job. I think that uh, nothing's going to change culture wise with uh, just the way that he approaches, you know, the football team and, and being built off of the, that love piece and just, and just, how things are run behind the scenes, I, you know, with, with honor and, and with integrity, I don't think any of those things will change, but again, it's, it's more, how will the players, how will the fans, how will the administration adapt to the fact that it's not Ken anymore. It's not, uh, you know, the guy that it's, that it's been for the past 15 years. Um, because, you know, like I said, his, his track record is proven. Coach Newberry's track record is proven. So it's, it's really just, you know, are we going to let him run with it? I, you know, I understand that. And then certainly I'm sure you've heard from a lot of guys that had questions. You know, the young players obviously have options. I'm sure some of them reached out to, to you that knew you and said, hey, man, what, what should I be doing here? I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous. I'm a little bit apprehensive about this. It's a tough spot, right? Like it's a, it's a very difficult spot for someone to be in that's made such an incredible commitment um, that now has is, is got to be feeling a little little dicey uh, at the moment about that. Uh, Diego, I wanted to ask you as someone who, you know, I know it was brief, but you did get the opportunity to put on, you know, a jersey and, and be a part of the Ravens franchise. There is there is debate again and legislation this week about the future of academy athletes being able to play professionally immediately. Of course, Andre Carter at Army stands out this year, um, and it looks like he's going to kind of be grandfathered into the current law, but there could be a change in law. Um, the importance of allowing athletes at academies to have that opportunity to pursue professional sports, knowing, you know, you guys are not giving up on your commitment to your country and to service at the same time. Can you speak to the significance of that? 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and, uh, and again, I could, I could, uh, you know, talk about it for a little while, but you know, I, I full heartedly agree, uh, with, with letting athletes play at a professional level, uh, obviously one selfishly, but two, I think that it can do a lot more for the, uh, the armed services, uh, to have guys like me, guys like Andre Carter, you know, the Malcolm Perry's of the world, mm-hmm. um, just again, having that opportunity to play at a professional level. And, and the reason I say that is because I, a lot of times I've run into people that just, they're, they're very, uh, ignorant in the fact that they don't understand that the military can really, really help you out. And what I mean by that is me as a football player for, you know, when I was with the Ravens, I got a few, you know, I, I had a few opportunities to recruit and, and that would have been my role. And even though I wasn't in the military, um, I, I would have, you know, like the Marine Corps scratched my back. I scratched their back. I, I would go out and do recruiting things for them and, and, and hopefully get through to people that, you know, instead of seeing someone in a, in a uniform and, oh man, this is a little bit intimidating. They just see a regular guy like me who, who kind of went through it and who will serve at the end of his you know tenure in, in the, uh, in the professional world. So, you know, I, I don't really understand, um, the, the whole, you know, let's not let them play in the, in the professional world, because again, it's, it's, it's really, you know, one or two players per year. Right. It's not like there's, it's not like there's 30 or 40 guys per year that are going in, you know, getting out of service. It's, and it's not even like they're getting out of service that, you know, they're going to serve one day. So it's, you know, I don't really understand it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to let the, you know, the politicians do their thing, but, uh, you know, I, it's, again, it's a dangerous sentence, <laughs> Diego. That's a dangerous sentence. I'm going to let the politicians do their thing. Most of <laughs> us aren't comfortable yeah, with those. Like my boss, you know, I can't. I can't. I hear it's not you. Like I have a choice in, this, in the matter. You I, know what I mean? So I hear you. I, I put my opinion out there, but again, it's. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm under their will. <laughs> I, I, I know what you're saying, man. I completely get it. The rest of us are like, ooh, we're not sure if that's who we want making these decisions. We'd prefer to yeah. let Diego Fago make these decisions. We'd prefer to let yeah, uh, Malcolm and Keenan and uh, you know Ricky Dobbs of the world, we let those guys make these decisions because we think they understand it a little bit better. Um, uh, Diego, can you just, before we let you go, can you tell us what, what life looks like for you at this point? Are you still, you know, training for football opportunities? Have you, you know, completely committed to, you know, I'm just, service is what I'm doing, that's what I'm worried about? Can you just take us through what your life looks like at this point? Yeah, so so right now I'm uh, working out in, in California, uh, working out at uh, Pro Code out in here in Irvine. Um, and basically st- again, still working out, still training, still being ready, uh, for a call and, and, you know, workout or anything like that with the NFL team. Um, right now, what it looks like is I'll probably be playing in the, uh, XFL. I got drafted, okay. uh, into the NFL, so it looks like I'll be playing there, um, this upcoming spring and then, you know, hopefully get some film and, you know, make it to another camp. So that's, that's kind of the goal for my, uh, my year, this upcoming, this upcoming, uh, 2024 season we'd love if that ended up back in baltimore that would be really neat um i was i was broken hearted that uh that they made the decision that they made but i get it you know it's a business that's the way it works and we're gonna root like hell for you wherever you end up because man you're a hell of a player and a great dude um diego fago really appreciate taking the time for us this morning man thank you uh for spending it with us a happy holiday to you and your family diego fago 54 on twitter if you guys want to give him a follow thanks for doing this man really appreciate you yes sir thanks glenn and a merry christmas you too man uh diego fago with us here on gcr appreciate him a great deal um 
you know, really providing some unique perspective on a lot of interesting topics, and I, I really appreciate that. All right, we're winding down to hour number one of GCR. Do you have the eggnog out, or do you need to go back and get it from the I fridge? I can go get it real quick. All right, can we can we take a minute before we chat with Bo? Is that all right? Is Bo next, or is... Uh, Bo is next. Bo is yes. next. Can we, yes. do we just, you we know... We can probably take a minute. Just, mm, just... Yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, you tell me. If we got to call him, we got to call him. Because we can we'll do this. Him. We'll call him. All right. All right. Never mind. How much? I just want to be respectful to you. How much time are you gonna need? A pint's not that much, right? You're not yeah, gonna yeah, need yeah. that much. Time. I shouldn't need that much. All right, Carson. We'll, wait. We'll do, we'll do it after Bo. All right. We'll wait after we talk to Bo. Griffin tells me that Bo's out with the Ravens. I get it. It's his schedule is is important. It's what it is. I want to be respectful of that. I we change our mind. We got to do it after this call. All right. We we'll talk to Bo. Then we'll do. I'm sorry, Carson. Do you you don't need that long to drink a pint of eggnog, right? You said you enjoyed eggnog. God, this is psychopath. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I want him around any longer. I think I've changed my mind about old Carson Triweekly. Think, think I might not be able to keep him around. Today's show brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel Maryland. Normal hours through the holidays. They are not changing their hours at all. So you can get down. Football games going on throughout the weekend. Of course, big NBA slate on Sunday. If, um, you know, a lot, it, for whatever reason, you don't celebrate, your family's not here, whatever the reason is, you can go spend the day hanging out with a great atmosphere in the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel, uh, watch and bet on all of the games. It is the best place to do it, the FanDuel Sportsbook, Live Casino, and Hotel Maryland. All right, joining us now, Pressbox Ravens beat writer, Bo Smolka. Bo, good morning, my friend. How are you? Good, thank you. Um, I uh, the Ravens wide receiver core isn't so good. Um, no, it's not. I, you know, I I didn't know how to say this because I'm using the term shuffling the deck chairs, and I feel like that's disrespectful to Devin Duvernay because it, it, the potential of Devin Duvernay at a point this season certainly felt more significant than anything you might be getting from Sammy Watkins. But the reality of the last couple of weeks was that he just wasn't very impactful. I, it, it it hurts, it stings, particularly as a returner. Until Saturday, he'd been outstanding as a returner this season. But how do you really quantify the loss of a Devin Duvernay? I mean, he's, he's obviously been – it's a significant loss given all he does as a receiver, as a rusher, and as a returner. But to your point, it's been a – he's been uneven at, at best for the past two or three weeks. I thought – the Cleveland game was one of his worst games of the year. I mean, I, he, he had the muff punt on the first play of the day. Um, he's, he, he brought two balls out of the end zone on kick returns and didn't, didn't get back to the 20. He just looked, honestly, he looked worn down and maybe, a little, maybe he wasn't healthy to begin with, right. but he was out there at practice yesterday and then they were doing kick returns. And then he, at the time he was not doing a kick return that I saw, but then, when they broke up the special teams and went to the offensive period of practice, which is kind of the time when we're kind of shepherded off the field, we noticed him walking in really slowly with the trainer. So I don't know if something specifically happened in one of those first offensive plays or if something had been building up. But um, the thing with him early in the year, early in the year, obviously he, he, he was shining at the three touchdown catches early in the first three games. And the other thing that he did, if you go back and watch some of the long runs they've had, especially by Lamar Jackson, they came off a decoy jet sweep to Duvernay because teams had to respect Duvernay on the jet sweep. It stretched the defensive horizontally, and then that opened up the middle of the field. And I know that happened on Jackson's long touchdown run. I think it was against Miami. I can't recall right now. But um, that's where I think he's been effective. 
less effective in the last month with everything that he did. And I think that's a big part of it is that, like I said, I don't know if he was, it looked to me like he was worn down. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure Sammy Watkins at this point in his career is any upgrade over a worn down Devin Duvernay, but this is the state of the, of the Ravens receiver room right now. Exactly. I mean, that's exactly the point, Bo is like, you know, it, it I'm, 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 I can't be down on it. What do they have? You know, like, I don't know what they could do today that I could say is a bad idea. Um, they just don't have anything at the position. So sure. Bring in Sammy Watkins health. See if Derek Mason wants to come out of retirement. I don't know. You don't, you don't have anything to, who are you taking opportunities away from by bringing back Sammy, Sammy Watkins? You know, people, a lot of people are now saying, well, hey, give Andy Isabella a shot. Give Shamar Bridges a shot. I mean, just give anybody a shot. I mean, there's just this desperate feel about this Ravens receiver group, and it's fair. And this is, quite frankly, on Eric DaCosta for gambling on a receiver room that had to have Rashad Bateman stay healthy yep. and expected major jumps from Tylen Wallace and James Prochet that just haven't happened. And so this is the state of the team, and, and they've, they've built it. Uh, can we assume that that's bad news? Lamar Jackson wasn't on the practice field. I, 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 I keep trying to come back to this, Bo. I don't think he had to put in a full week in order for him to be able to play. But I don't know, man. Like, there's just something about him not practicing the first day of the week that says to me, I, specifically with a quarterback, I don't know if I expect that he's going to just show up tomorrow and be ready to go on Saturday. I, 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 I mean, I know when people are pointing to Atlanta being maybe the game he would return in, I think the expectation among us yesterday out there was we thought we would see him out there. So John Harbaugh has been mum all week, of course, but there, it was, I would say it was um, a modest surprise for some of us that we didn't see him out there. And, yeah, I, did, I, does, I don't think that bodes well for him for this weekend. Let's face it, though, he, he has missed practices in other weeks and played. Sure. But this is different because he's coming off a knee injury. He's missed two games. And, and, and obviously, you know, coming off a knee injury specifically, what, was, what will his game look like uh, with his running or, or with his throwing with having not practiced now in two and a half weeks? Um, so it certainly doesn't bode well. Yeah, there's still a chance, and the Ravens are going to be as mum as they can be on him. But I thought him not being out there yesterday was a was a setback. Bo Smolka, Pressbox Ravens beat writer, with us here on GCR. Bo, I'll, I'll give you the question. I've asked a couple of people this week. Um, I, I get it. The standard is lower for Tyler Huntley. He's a backup quarterback. But even by that standard, he played poorly on Saturday. I mean, it was a poor performance. It, is there some world where maybe the Ravens would need to have a shorter leash? Like, if he continued to play poorly, if he starts on Saturday – is there some world where they have to think about letting Anthony Brown have a shot at some point during the game? I get that like there's nothing there. I just boy, I don't know. That was really bad on Saturday. No, I think everyone's disappointed with that cuz I mean, Tyler Huntley is a backup quarterback for this team cuz he's the second best quarterback on the roster. I mean, I know when he's had a couple good games, people are like, "Oh, he's going to be a starting quarterback." He is who he is, but he's better than he played Saturday for sure. Uh, will there be a shorter lease with him? I don't know. I mean, Anthony Brown is also who he is. Right. He's an undrafted rookie practice squad guy. Um, and so, wh- remember, when he played against Pittsburgh, he was pretty much run the ball all the time. He yeah. was three for five for, I think, 16 yards. The biggest problem with the Ravens against, I mean, that they just got nothing going in the passing game. 
nothing downfield. And as we know, they were able to run the ball at will, and then they chose not to do it. Oh, I don't, I I don't remember that, Bo. Did that happen? I mean, I wrote it last week. Yeah. I said they were down 10, and Greg Roman acted yeah. like he was down 30. Yeah. And and it, it, it's inexcusable. It's unexplainable, even though they tried to explain it away. Huntley has to play better, no doubt about it. I think he does have to. He has to every now and then take just – throw one 20 yards downfield now the question is who is he going to throw it to because he's running out of receivers yep but yep. It, it's I, I think there's palpable frustration mark andrews was really frustrated yesterday that was about as salty as i can remember him at the podium session um and they they hear the noise and and it's it's but they're also frustrated because they're not producing and i think there's just this kind of tension in the building right now and and i know they're saying all the right things but it's it's been highly frustrating starting you know from the top and and Huntley if it's him he he absolutely will have to play better so to your point Bo um obviously it it, they whatever John Harbaugh was going to say in a press conference it's caused a great deal of consternation within the fan base I I am look it it was it was a horrible attempt at an explanation right the idea that you know we we, if you if you run the ball the clock moves well you know the, the clock doesn't stop going out of bounds yet with 10 minutes left in the game. That's not the way it works. It only stops when an incomplete pass, and an incomplete pass doesn't help you. Um, like, I have no idea what you think that explanation is because you're not getting chunk yards. This team can't get chunk yards. So it was it was poor. That being said, I said a couple times this week, I don't get worked up about press conferences. I don't know if you and I have talked about it, but unfortunately it's part of the reason why I kind of stopped going was just because I I really kind of accepted what they are. Like you you have to because it's your job, you got to write about them and I get it, but it it's mostly theater to me at this point. I I I understand um that everybody wants Greg Roman fired. Well, if they're not going to fire Greg Roman, there's nothing that John Harbaugh is going to say that's going to pacify you. And I get that he's not going to walk out there and trash his offensive coordinator that has to go call the plays for him on Saturday. Like, imagine him walking out and being like, this guy stinks. He's terrible. And then just trying to walk back into a room and say, all right, buddy, what you got for me this week? Like, it's I don't know what he could have possibly said that would have passed pacified anyone excepting that, obviously, the explanation he gave for what happened with 10 minutes left was was pure hogwash. Well, a couple things there. Number one, yes, he's not going to fire Greg Roman. Then there are there's a certain percentage of the fan base that just doesn't care what he says because that's all they want to hear. And if he doesn't say it, then they're not going to be happy. Uh, the explanation, I, I disagreed with it when they did it. I disagreed with it after they did it because the argument that the clock, exactly what you said, the argument that the clock runs on running plays, the clock also runs on four-yard pass plays. And they were getting, their three longest plays in that game were runs. And they built this, and the argument was that the passing game was the recipe for quick strikes in a game you were down two scores, but nothing in that game indicated that they they had any quick strike capability passing. The only quick strikes they had all game came running the ball. So that, you know, that agitated people, and and I, I disagree with his reasoning. He was not going to publicly throw Greg Roman under the bus. He just wasn't going to do that. And if he makes a coaching change, then maybe he says he's making a coaching change. With, as I said, without doing that, people aren't going to be happy. The right. people that want him gone. Um, you know, the other interesting thing that his uh, his comment about fans at the end of the bar really agitated people. Yep. So many people took offense to that. I'll be honest with you. I always kind of like sitting at the end of the bar, but <laughs> people are um, people really worked up because they felt almost insulted by him um, 
calling, describing fans that way. So that was kind of curious. But to your point, I mean, there was a certain element of the crowd, of the fan base, that wants Greg Roman gone. And if John Harbaugh doesn't come in on Monday morning after that game and say Greg Roman's gone, it doesn't matter what he says. They're not going to be happy. And, and Bo, to the point, and I wrote about it, this was the first time to me that I thought this was a fireable offense, right? This was... I, I, I'm so flummoxed by what was happening in that moment that it makes me question your ability to do the job. And it doesn't ignore, you can't rewrite history. There are people that want to make it seem like Greg Roman has stunk. That's not reality. That's not fact. Their offense has consistently been good under Greg Roman. But this was so bad that it was fireable to me. I admitted afterwards, given the circumstance, if you fire Greg Roman... You're not built to do something else. You don't have the horses to change the offense. You're just going to be doing the same things that you'd be doing with Greg Roman. So why would you have someone else be the coordinator of a Greg Roman offense at that point? Well, I mean, you could you could theoretically make a move from within, but are you going to now when you're now you're suddenly fighting for your you know playoff positioning? Would you make a change? to a guy who's now going to start calling plays with a backup quarterback in there. There's just a lot of stuff going on. Yep. And I, I, I agree. I mean, I thought the, the sequence in the fourth quarter when they got second and four yep. and they three, threw three consecutive incompletions, including a fourth down pass to James Prochet, which I believe was his first snap of the game, that, that entire sequence. And, of course, that fourth down play came with a play clock at basically <laughs> right. zero. Right. They were out of rhythm again. Everything about that sequence from second down through fourth down was a complete inexplainable mess. And so that I thought was honestly, I thought it was maybe their worst possession of the entire season. Yep. And, and I just, and so fireable offense, I don't know about that, but if he is removed after this season, then there's no question that I'm going to point to that particular sequence as one that, validates the move i i mean it's just, i'll never in my life understand what in the hell happened you, you knew the other thing too is that like you knew that you were going to go for it on fourth down there's not even an argument about well we have to throw the ball on third down because you know we got to convert you knew you were going for it on fourth down you had every opportunity in the world to try to hand the ball off but other than that Bo, everything is a lot of fun just a great time as you point out for everybody involved um well hey look at this i mean i, I just all we're talking about is the offense. They got a serious situation here with Marcus Peters potentially That's being out because yep. they don't they don't have three cornerbacks on this team that they trust right now. That's because if they did, Kyle Hamilton would not be basically the slot corner. And so uh, maybe they get away with it against Atlanta and a rookie quarterback and a team that doesn't throw a whole lot. But this is a you know, and I don't know what the status is with Marcus Peters. He didn't practice yesterday. He honestly hasn't had a great year, nope. but he's been off Wednesdays a lot this year. In fact, he's been off Wednesday and Thursday many weeks, but I don't expect him to play this week. And this is, if, if that lingers into two, three games for him, that is going to be a significant thing for this team. Well, and they happen to look a lot more vulnerable against the run when Calais Campbell was out on Saturday. Um, you know, Tyler Algier ran for eight yards per carry a week ago, so... Just things worth pointing out about everything that's going on. Uh, quickly, we got a new issue of Pressbox out today. It is our best of 2022 issue with our Mo Gabba Sports Person of the Year, Adley Rutschman, on the cover, as we announced yesterday. Uh, inside, Bo, you want to tell everybody about who you wrote about? I wrote about Roquan Smith and uh, his how quickly he's assimilated into this team. Marlon Humphrey said he fits the culture, which is, in, which is to me, a way of saying he should be here for the long term. And I agree, he does fit the culture. He's very well liked in the locker room within a couple weeks. But he's also 
expecting to be paid top dollar. He expects to. That's one reason why things broke down for him in Chicago. He's been terrific for this team. He's made Patrick Queen better. He's made many of most of that defense better. Um, and the big question that I ask in this issue is: There's two things. Can the Ravens afford to keep him, yep. knowing he wants top dollar? <clears throat> but they can. Can they afford not to keep him? Because if they don't, if they don't keep him then what does this defense look like next year? But he's been a, a terrific trade. There's no doubt about that. I was just ripping Eric DaCosta for the wide receiver construction, but that was a terrific trade he made at the deadline. No question about it. This dude is special. All right, at B. Smolka on Twitter, and, of course, the Believe in Ravens podcast with he and Dan Wilcox. Bo, Merry Christmas, my friend, to you and to your family. Uh, enjoy a little bit of time this weekend. Look forward to catching up again next week. Thank you, as always, for taking the time for us. All right, Glenn, thanks. Take care. Bo Smolka, Pressbox Ravens beat writer, with us here on GCR. And, yes, again, our best of 2022 issue. Go ahead and grab the eggnog now. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, the best 2022 issue is available right now at your neighborhood Royal Farms, any of the hundreds of locations around town where you find Pressbox. You can read it all at PressBoxOnline.com. Not only our Mo Gabba Sports Person of the Year, Adley Rutschman, as Sanzi announced with us yesterday, but uh, also the top people, performances, and moments of 2022 sort of spanning the local sports scene, um, high school, college, professional, men's, women's, everything, about as thorough as we can possibly do inside the best of issue. We put a lot of effort into it every year. Um, Not to say we aren't proud of the other issues, but we are particularly proud of this issue every year. And uh, Luke and I sat down, had a lengthy uh, conversation with Adley Rutschman about uh, his year, so the whirlwind of all of it. Uh, And obviously our decision reflects not only, you know, his outstanding season, but significantly the hope that he has brought to a downtrodden fan base, um, given not only his hype, but then him really, really living up to it. So... Uh, very important stuff for us. All right, now last week's picks did not go so well for our boys. What was your? You guys were both four and five, or four? What is three and five? Three and five, right? Or is it worse than that? You were both two and six. Yes, we were both two and six. God, two six and one. What the hell. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, we, we had, a, we had the push. yeah. Th- don't forget about that. Um, brutal. So it was brutal. Yeah. I threw out that we would do eggnog and then i wanted to chug it and then i found out that some guy had to go to the hospital because he was chugging eggnog so i guess we can't do that shout out that guy um saving us i mean you guys are champs of course you guys it wouldn't happen to you um and so instead we decided we go with a pint now i just realized that all i was thinking about was the possibility that i was going to lose and to me eggnog (laughs) is disturbing i don't know if i've ever had eggnog Ever? I don't. I don't know. You know what it I tastes like? Of, I don't know what it tastes. You ever like. had a, mil- a vanilla? Milkshake? I mean, I'm about to find it. Like a vanilla milkshake melts and it's getting all liquid. That's what Ugh. it tastes like. No, it's because it's more solid than that. It's more like there's more. You egg. It's eggier than that, right? That's true. Like it. There's a. There's a, the texture is a problem. Like the taste isn't good, but the texture is a problem. Some people love eggnog. It's just what they're into. I will never be that person. There will never be a time where this is something that is for me. It has like a custardy texture almost. It's of. very custardy. I agree with that. Okay. All right. So you well, guys are going to split. This is two pints in a in a in a box. You guys are going to split that. I I had said you would have the entirety of the show, but between this psychopath Carson Triweekly admitting that he is an eggnog fan 
And given what we've seen Griffin consume over the course of the year, I realized you didn't need the entire show. We can probably just do this now, which is good, because we still have three breaks to take. We are way behind. How about while you pour that, we take a break here. We'll come back in. They'll consume their eggnog. Then we'll chat with Dave Archer, Falcons color analyst, coming up next. If you are looking for a simple holiday meal, try Chick-fil-A catering. From Chick-fil-A nuggets to mac and cheese. Man, oh, those trays. I need a Chick-fil-A tray. They've got a variety of options, sized perfectly for your get-together. Order through the Chick-fil-A app. Bring smiles to your family gathering. Availability and order requirements vary. See restaurant for for details. Eggnog and Falcons preview. That's on the way. Glenn Clark Radio. Gambling can be a fun and entertaining experience, but there are risks involved. If you're planning on betting on the game at the casino or on your phone or computer, know your limit, stay within it. Set a budget and a time to stop. Remember, gambling isn't a financial solution and it doesn't mix well with alcohol or drugs. Know the risks and have a plan before you begin gambling. For free and confidential services, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org. That first sip. That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches. And top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. What's up, everyone? This is Tyus Bowser, and I'm excited to tell you that I'm back with Season 2 of the Tyus Bowser Show in partnership with Pressbox and Great Ace Memorabilia. Join us on Tuesday nights throughout the season as I'll be heading all over town with my special guests. And, of course, our co-hosts, Glenn and Rita. Where's Rita and Glenn? What is it? I look forward to meeting you guys and talking a little bit about football and a lot about life. And if you happen to miss the show, you can now catch a replay Friday nights on 105.7 The Fan. Get all of your details for the Tyus Bowser Show right now at PressBoxOnline.com slash Bowser. The next Tyus Bowser Show is Tuesday, January 3rd at Guilford Hall Brewery, 1611 Guilford Avenue in Station North. It's brought to you by Maryland Vascular Specialists and the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill. Sports betting has come to Maryland, and we're ready to help you win some money. Tune in for Simply the Bets every Tuesday morning at 11.40. FanDuel Sportsbook GM Leon Twyman and VEASAN's Aaron Oster join the guys every week to give you all of the info you need and offer you a few winners. And every other Thursday at 11.40, tune in for Weekend at Bookies as Andrew Stecka and Alloy Sports Brad Cronthal help make you some money for the weekend. So come win some money with us on Simply the Bets every Tuesday and Weekend at Bookies every other Thursday. Brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel Maryland. Listen at PressBoxOnline.com slash radio. Watch at YouTube.com slash PressBoxOnline. The weather outside is really unpleasant, so it's time to warm up with some comfort classics this winter at your neighborhood Glory Days Grill. Try the twisted ribs and wings combo. It's two full pounds of meat, the mac and cheese bites, Mr. Richard's meatloaf, the citrus salmon, the winter spinach salad, and for dessert, here's internet radio personality Griffin Bass to tell you about the bourbon butter cake. Oh my god, it's so good. Pair it with a blood orange bourbon cider or a devil's backbone cranberry smash. Place your order now at glorydaysgrill.com glorydaysgrill.com Great food, good sports. Check out Jeremy Kahn's daily picks at PressBoxOnline.com as he tries to find you daily winners. And speaking of winners, here's a man who once won a media curling contest. And I don't think anything else. He's Glenn Clark. 
All right, back in here on GCR as we continue along here on a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of the program. Today's show also brought, oh, just a reminder, stand the fan. And Ross Grimsley caught up with Dr. Meredith Wills. You can find that right now. Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports. YouTube.com slash PressBoxOnline or PressBoxOnline.com slash video. All right, uh, Griffin, you don't believe you've ever had a taste. Apparently, my brother texted me and said, yeah, a couple holidays ago, a couple Christmases ago, I did have it with at our friend's house. But I, don't, it, I barely was it, remember. Was it regular remember. or boozy eggnog? I, I can't remember, actually. Okay, well. I guess regular? I don't know. I one time, I, maybe the darkest moment of my, my drinking days was one Christmas where, where I was single, and I like was hanging out at a buddy's house, and I went to the fridge on Christmas Eve, and the only things I could find were eggnog and brandy. And I just said, no, 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 it wasn't brandy, because brandy would have fine. It was gin. It was eggnog oh. and gin. And I said, I guess this is how my evening is going. <laughs> Was it good night? No. No? Well, I mean, I don't remember. How would I possibly remember if it was a good night or not? I don't think it was, if I remember correctly. It was uh, It was a lonely evening, if I remember correctly. But, that you know, these things happen. You you, you grow up, and, and you never do that again. You guys are just drinking straight eggnog. You want to go, uh, you want to toast? Yeah, to, I guess to, so, yeah. Here you go, and toast. Here's the Cheers, swimming. Cheers, Griff. Here's yeah, a swimming go. with bolog of women. Oh, Griffin is, that's filled right to the, the line. Ah, Yes. Ah, a nice, delicious, refreshing sip of eggnog. Yeah, I guess it's like, you know, I guess it's definitely not. You, for the, it's not good. For the purpose of the bit, you should probably make it clear. Ah. How, yeah, I mean, that would have been ah. better. Oh. This psychopath has already acknowledged that he enjoys it, which is just. There's like some, there's nice, it's, I got a cinnamon t- taste in this one. Yeah, I believe that's I the like Southern that. Comfort brand of eggnog mm. that uh, is mixing in a little bit of that. It's I, I don't I'll never care for it. I know our buddy John in Little Rock is an eggnog guy. I do like the cake of cinnamon that I'm getting. Um, it's also um, ultra. In fact, John says clearly he you know, loves eggnog. Actually, you know, not yeah, not terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, this is. Why does it always? I don't think to, I, I. don't. Think why I does it always it. have to be this way nowadays? What was the last one that you just flat out enjoyed? What Taco was Bell. The, well, yeah, I mean, you really you just oh, like, I like Taco you were just having a meal. That was Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> just having, lo- just having so, lunch. Like twenty eight dollars worth of Taco Bell. He's like, I, w- I could have had fifty six dollars worth of Taco Bell. It would have been fine. Now he's just having a nice, refreshing glass of eggnog today. Damn it, this is a real letdown. Um, it has been requested by I mean, Ryan. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to finish it. That's- I I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I couldn't imagine having more than a sip, honestly. Yeah, definitely like, two two sips. Just gross. Not a fan. Uh, it was requested by Chug. Chug. Oh no, wait. We can't. I don't want you to go to the hospital. It was requested by Ryan that for next week's picks, in honor of Mike Loxley, Carson topping it off. Commit. Of course. <laughs> Carson, by the way, would have drank the entire. Uh, what is, is two pints a quart? Is that what yeah, it is? It's, yeah, this is exactly two pints. Yes. Right we're we're having what, four servings each. Actually, is it a quart? Is that what two pints? Or is t- is um, a quart yes. four pints? Yes. Yeah, yeah, so there's uh, two quart, pints two in a quart. <laughs> one quart of eggs. Right my kids when they end up. In, four like, cups. Hey, they're gonna come to me try to help with four their homework. I'm gonna be like, dude, I, I got nothing for you. I don't know what these things are. I'm gonna have to look it up. Well, online. if they ask you how many pints are in a quart, you're gonna think back to this moment right, when right. I showed you this eggnog. Box. So wait, four cups. Four. Wait, four cups and a what? In a pint. In a pint. Yes. Four. Pints in a in a gallon in a gallon yeah so a quart is a half gallon 
No, qu- no, there's no. four quarts in a gallon. Four quarts so in a gallon. There's so there's two, eight there's pints in a gallon. Eight pints is a gallon. Yeah, yeah. so you're an idiot. You what tried to. You I said four oh, pints. Yeah, you said I four pints yeah. in a gallon. Yeah. No, no, no. You asked me how many quarts are in a gallon. Do, you said, said pints. Oh. All right, anyway. maybe may, Not an idiot. I, in conclusion, yeah. we're all idiots. Yeah, so that this. part is true. That part is absolutely accurate. But you're the idiots who are drinking eggnog. I don't have to do that, so I got that Can't going Can't pick football games. Oh, that's much more pleasant. That'll be for tomorrow. Uh, some Ooh. delicious beer from Union Craft Brewing for our drinking show. John Colson's wandering in with today, including, is that the Steady Eddie that Steady I see? Steady Eddie? The Steady Eddie? Steady Eddie. What else is in there? You got the goat? Oh, the goat IPA? Yeah. I'll the, wear my uh, Steady Eddie, Eddie t-shirt tomorrow. The uh, divine, all right, that's a good one. And the uh, duck pin, no, no. Z- oh, I don't think I've had Zadies. Oh, oh, it's kosher beer. Wow, that's wonderful. It's Hanukkah, so that's perfect. Oh, I love that. We'll be doing, be enjoying some Union uh, brews tomorrow for a drinking show, as well as whatever gross things Jeremy brings in because. He hates us. That's that's the plan. Tomorrow we got a big show. We'll be doing that. We got the Bean Boozled uh, Jelly Beans. Oh. John Proctor is going to prepare uh, some sort of contest involving the Bean Boozled Beans. Uh, also, we will have David Boy coming in studio, hanging out. We will be making our picks tomorrow, and we'll see who else wants to get involved with picks. My thought is... Maybe we get David Boy in picks. I don't know if we're going <laughs> to... Ryan requested that in honor of... We were talking with Mike Loxley earlier about him committing to taking the mayo bath. The suggestion was that the loser of picks this week also commit oh to taking a Duke's mayo bath. No. Yeah. Now, Carson... Now, obviously, we wouldn't be able to do it... Like, it wouldn't... We, we'd have to make a separate video. Yeah. We wouldn't be able to do it as part of the show because we well, can't we get... plasters from... Ma- bring in a baby pool. I mean... You bring in a baby pool. It would be a lot of effort. I guess it's not impossible that we could do it. <laughs> the baby pool is an interesting idea. Do you have a baby pool? Uh, I, I might. I mean, if you've got a baby pool, I, I guess we could look like, into that. I don't... I mean, I, everybody's we, got that shelf. We had a baby a pool, but we got rid of it because the kids okay. aren't babies any longer. So I don't, I don't think we have one. But if if you got one, maybe we could consider okay. it. Otherwise, we just do it outside. Like yeah. we'll, yeah, that, we'll figure out a way to make it easy. work that we can pull this off. You would have to, and if if it's somebody who's not part of the show, so we'll see. Like I don't know if Jeremy's going to want to get involved. I have no idea if anybody else who's here tomorrow is going to want to get involved with it. You know, if we wanted to do it as part of the show, we could always put these blinds up, do it right there, and, and just turn and the camera through the, the camera. Does that work, Griffin? Could we? Uh, yeah. I mean, like, would that show us the outside? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can see that pickup truck right now. All right. Well, if that All works, right. we could do we it like that right and then there. have it be part of the show for the Dukes. We wouldn't get sound that way, but I guess we could also film it. We could both do it, and then we could also film yeah, the sure. mail. We could, like, call in sure. from out there. That's true. That would be an option. <laughs> be a very weird way of doing the show. All right, so we're doing the mayo bath. Oh my god! It's just a terrible idea. I mean, the problem too is that we don't. Me and you, but we. I don't know. Carson said he was in. No, Carson I'll do, said, okay. the mayo bath. And we'll see lose. if if anybody else will be willing to do it. I don't know how the other boys are going to feel about doing that one. The problem also being if we do it as part of the show, we don't have like a hose here. We don't have yeah. like yeah. a. We don't have shower areas here. Like we don't have the same ability to clean it out of our hair. Oh, uh, hair is going to be the worst. Yeah, that is definitely the problem. It it might be the type of thing that we just have to acknowledge won't be part of the show, and it will be a special video made. We'll yeah. think through that, what that might look like, because we don't really have the ability to clean ourselves off. And the idea of dumping water on ourselves outside when it's going to be about five degrees, I don't know if you guys saw, it's going to be 
Arctic this weekend in Baltimore for the holidays. You also do it like at home. Like I'm sure that my, was, I'm sure my younger brother would take great joy in dumping. Right, and that's the point me. being. Like I, we might just have to make that the way that that's we go fine. about doing it. Is like you know you make your own video in the shower or something yeah, like that of no getting problem. of getting mayonnaise dumped on you. That's no problem. All right, we'll do the mayo bath uh, for the uh, the loser of this week's picks contest. <sighs> cool, fun. Good times. Yay. Plus, I'll be drunk when we make our picks tomorrow. So definitely something that I should be putting on the line for a drunk. Oh, God. Today's show brought to you by UMBC Basketball, which is much better than a Mayo bath. I promise you that. Uh, They got a big game coming up on January 1st. UMBC Vermont showdown rematch of last year's America East Championship game. Get your tickets right now to experience game day at the peak by going to UMBCRetrievers.com. Uh, we are going to catch up with Drew Forrester. He has shared some pictures, and I retweeted them at Glenn Clark Radio as he is down at Helping Up Mission today. As uh, today was our, um, I don't, I don't know what we call this because it's not a collection event. It's our drop-off event, I guess. As uh, the folks at Helping Up Mission are uh, receiving the wonderful donations that you gave them, um, you know, uh, between the uh, toiletries and the underwear and all the incredible things that are going to seriously help the people that are in need at Helping Up Mission, and we thank you a great deal for all of that. Should we... We're going to take a break and then see if we... If we don't get Dave Archer, life will go on. We will We will survive. We'll talk to Drew, and we'll do Would You Rather Wednesday. Continue to get me your responses at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter, facebook.com slash Glenn Clark Radio for Would You Rather Wednesday. Either Dave Archer or Drew Forrester. Very similarly accomplished men. Coming up next, Glenn Clark Radio. <laughs> Looking for a simple holiday meal? Try Chick-fil-A Catering. From Chick-fil-A Nuggets to Mac and Cheese, enjoy a variety of tray options sized perfectly for your get-together. Order through the Chick-fil-A app and bring smiles to your family gathering. Availability and order requirements vary. See restaurant for details. Come experience Maryland's number one sportsbook this NFL season at the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel, the ultimate place for any sports enthusiast. Take advantage of our 24-7 kiosks, massive video screens, and watch all the action from the best seat in the house. With more money paid out than anyone around, make every moment more at the new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover, Maryland. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit mdgamblinghelp.org. The Baltimore County Police Department is hiring. Entry-level officers start at close to $59,000 a year with a $10,000 bonus. Some restrictions apply. Plus a great retirement plan, medical, dental, and vision insurance, advancement to specialized units, tuition reimbursement, 15 sick days earned per calendar year, and even further incentives for military members and veterans. If you have a passion for service and want a career for life, visit JoinBaltimoreCountyPD.com or call 410-887-5542. You must be a United States citizen, possess a valid driver's license, and have a high school diploma or GED equivalent. The Baltimore County Police Department is an equal opportunity employer. Make the most out of every day in your Toyota RAV4. Available in hybrid or gas-only models. A RAV4 can get you where you want to go in style. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new RAV4s from your local Toyota dealer today. Need a last-minute gift for a kid in your life? How about a membership to the Retriever Kids Club? It includes free youth admission to all regular season UMBC home games, plus a t-shirt and a drawstring backpack. Membership is only $35. It's a great deal, makes a tremendous holiday gift. Visit umbcretrievers.com slash kids club for more info. Membership is for kids 12 and under. The Retriever Kids Club. Find out more umbcretrievers.com slash kids club. 
The latest edition of Press Box is available now, and it's our annual Best of Issue. On the cover, we recognize Orioles catcher Adley Rutschman as our 2022 Mo Gabba Sports Person of the Year, and he sits down with us to discuss how his arrival in Baltimore was simultaneous with the Birds' turnaround. Also inside, we recognize the top people, performances, and moments of the year throughout the local sports scene. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores, and you can always find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. Experience the best in Kamado Grilling, a complete outdoor cooking appliance. The Ginsu Kamado Grill allows anyone to sear, grill, bake, and smoke all types of food. Designed for efficiency and function, the Ginsu Kamado Grill upholds the enduring legacy of the iconic Ginsu brand. The Ginsu Kamado Grill is perfect to cook all year round, is great for parties, and ideal for tailgating with your friends. Reserve your Ginsu Kamado Grill today at ginsugrills.com and get $100 off on your pre-order when you use the promo code tailgate that's ginsugrills.com reserve yours today join glenn at halftime of every ravens game for the project game day halftime show at facebook.com slash sports we apologize in advance there's not much we can do about his face $200 in free bets from DraftKings after you place your first $5 bet or $1,000 in risk-free bets from BetMGM. But time is limited on all of these great offers and incentives for signing up here in the state of Maryland. So get to PressBoxOnline.com slash offers right now in order to get signed up. Uh, how How is the eggnog sitting, uh, Carson? You you were the one that was like, ah, dude, I love eggnog. I'll drink a bathtub's full. It tastes nice. Yeah. But uh, it's sitting a little heavy in my yeah, stomach. Yeah, that's the part. That's the part. You're starting to say but it tastes nice. maybe a pint, a little bit more eggnog than you, you needed today. Uh, Carson was telling us about how he and his brother were planning on going to the taco store, the burrito store for uh, lunch after this today. And Boy, that combination of burrito store burritos and eggnog and just seems really like a lot. Yeah, that, that first half, I think, went down a lot quicker and easier than I think this next half is going to be. Yeah, down. you're struggling over yeah. there? You've got to get, get below the label. Is your and breath starting to get heavy? Like, are you yeah. starting to yeah. have that feeling of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah uh-huh. Yeah, like, you ever, like when you ever have like a like, like a milkshake or something and your breath feels heavy. I or never like hot felt chocolate. that with a uh, hot chocolate. Okay, I could see that. I never really felt that with milkshakes, which might have been part of my problem is that I just sucked them down. That might have been the issue that I dealt with. Well, you're, a, you're you strike me as a chocolate milkshake guy. No, I don't. I, now I'm nothing, right? Like now I don't. Not a, no milkshakes. But no. in your mil, in your times of drinking, I was water I was guy. never. I never. I think when I was a child, I preferred chocolate. I was never really. Um, like you know what I really liked is like the ice cream the same way. I like strawberry more than I liked either one. Yeah. I was always a, a fruit flavor man. Um, I, I we did. I think we did ice cream flavor. Did we do a definitive power rank? We haven't done definitive power rankings in a little while. I don't know if we ever did an ice cream flavor one. I thought we did because I think I feel like I've that'd be remember, a fun one to do. I fought about butter pecan and I fought about uh, chocolate chip cookie dough. Of course, being the 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 one seeds there. If you don't like butter pecan ice cream, get the f out. Get out. Yeah, 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 it sounds like an old man thing to say. Y- yes, because it's Good. delicious. I'm sorry, I like things that are delicious. The unacceptable one's pistachio. That you can't like. That's no uh, good, not man. Big, not a big, not a big pistachio. pistachio. I don't like mint chocolate chip either. I don't like. Nope. I like to separate mint. Mint is for you know freshening my breath, not. For I like mint chocolate chip. Like I loved it when I was a kid. 
for some reason. Mrs. Clark is a big mint shack. I, I again, I don't eat ice cream any longer, so I don't know. How I like I the thin feeling. mint ice cream though. That's the like thin, thin mint? mint, like the like, like the Girl Scout thin mint. I didn't know they made an ice cream mint. out of that. That's I don't good. like thin mints, so this would be a this. Uh, what are, what are you doing with your life? You get the whatever the peanut butter sandwich is. That's the that's mm. the that's the Girl Scout cookie that you should be consuming. Tagalongs, I think, is what they. Uh, are. Really quickly before we uh, go to uh, Drew, who is at helping up mission, we did not talk at the top about the Carlos Correa news from last night, mostly because it doesn't really impact us. But obviously significant as all of a sudden there's a catch with the uh, Giants and the physical with Carlos Correa and whatever it is, it did not prevent Steve Cohen from giving. I hope Steve Cohen's not planning on selling the Mets at any point because, my God, the expenses that he has taken on. Um, Twofold, one, I've said a million times, I don't get bothered by somebody else spending their money. Go, go spend your money on baseball players. I'm always going to be in favor of it. So when somebody says, I wouldn't be giving Carlos Correa that, okay, you don't have to. I've, I've said it a million times. I don't. However, a wealthy man wants to spend his, spend his money. That's his call. Like, he can do whatever he wants. Steve Cohen wants to win a World Series for the New York Mets. He is hell-bent on winning a World Series. Will, will this be enough? I genuinely don't know. I can't tell you if this will be enough for them to win a World Series. They certainly have a good team on paper. There's no doubt about it, and Carlos Correa helps a great deal. Um, I know my buddy RDT from Barstool pointed out, like, what a roller coaster of an offseason for Giants fans. Like, at <laughs> yeah. one point, you believed, you, you, it, a reputable baseball reporter said, you had Aaron Judge. Then well, hours later, you didn't. But all good, you came away with Carlos Correa. I mean, at least you got that going for you. In, right up until you didn't. I mean, I can only imagine like the sting of being a Giants fan right now, the way this offseason has gone, and everything that you thought you might have had that now you don't have, um, as all you got to do is compete with the Padres and the Dodgers and the NL West. You know, that's it. No problem whatsoever. So significant news, but does not, of course, impact us, and, and he's not coming to the... You all right over there? Yeah. It's gross. It's turned. <laughs> it's turned. It's gross. Griffin's emotions. Right? Yeah. At the beginning, when you turn this into a video, it's going to be interesting seeing how he goes from like this is yeah, this the, is good, just, and it's just like the right? facial like, expression. I can do this to all of a sudden being like, no, yeah, and the, the no, posture, the facial please, expression. Please going, stop. Going from this, to please the, no more, to no more of something like this. There are Roberto Duran here, no mas, no, <laughs> yeah, no, no mas. mas, no mas, is the way that Griffin is feeling at the moment. I can't blame you. I would not have been able. This would have been. Again, and a pint, I, I'm still convinced, isn't even all that much. It's not, no, it's, it's, I mean, not. it's not it's all about, that much. It's about a glass that was a little bit taller. We, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. still, it's, Correct. it's not Are those your own personal pint glasses that you brought? These in? are mine. These are oh, mine. those are Griffin's yes. pint glasses. I keep forgetting Carson's not 21, so he wouldn't have. Got the Eastern Shore Brewery glass. I do have one pint glass, but I use it to drink water. I have to admit, I went had a significant phase of stealing pint glasses. I have one. I have one. This is not something I should admit. It's from a restaurant. I went through like that. No matter where I was, I was going to be taking a pint glass home with me that night. I, uh, yeah. Can, some places have really nice glasses. I, 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 what are you on. doing? You're asking for? No, I don't. I don't. That's not. That's not fair. I. I probably. Uh, I should probably try to. <laughs> I'm trying to think of establishments that I might have to go back and you know, say, hey man, I'm sorry. I. I owe you ten bucks. <laughs> Here's your ten bucks for your pint glass that I took with me a few years back. 
Uh, today is a special day for us as uh, today was the day that we took down uh, all of the items that were donated uh, by you guys. The money that you donated we used to purchase items to the Helping Up mission. I, w- I had to go down early. wasn't able to stick around for the event, but Drew Forrester from DrewsMorningDish.com is with us now from Helping Up. Drew, what's going on, pal? How are you? Hey, it's my shot, guys. So just wait a second. Who's... What'd you make on that hole five? Yeah, 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 yeah. He bailed. He bailed, okay. he bailed on helping up today to go play golf. That's the way that it went. All right, uh, <laughs> uh, paint the picture. Try to paint the picture for me of what I know. You shared a couple of pictures, but please, would you nice. please take some video or stuff like that while you're down there? Could you could you do that since I'm not there today? Sure, sure, sure. Um, well, it's been incredibly well organized, I will say, by the um, by the my friends from Free State Electrical, Lynette and Tim Miller. They they took over the organization of it on site. I'm like, that's perfect. You don't want me organizing anything. So, yeah, and this is a little well, bit different than like some. Of course, we didn't know what we were getting into when we didn't do coats this year because coats are easy. You just go put them all out there, say take what you want. This year is a little bit different because we got like deodorant and we got. Drew and I, by the way, learned on Monday. Did you know that body wash and body uh, lotion are two different things? That's a thing. They that are completely. We, we, had, we discovered that. Yeah, no. We just we're like we're supposed to get body lotion. Well, we got body wash. We're good, right? And then Drew all of a sudden looks the other way. He's like, "No, there's body lotion over here too." I'm like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> um, so no, it's it's all laid out on tables and it's very nicely done and it's all new and fresh and the place smells great and guys are coming in and taking a bag and basically walking through um, and just picking out, you know, what they want, whether or not it's underwear, T-shirts, um, toothpaste, deodorant, anything they want. Um, awesome. One guy came in and he's like, yeah, you guys got any new offensive coordinators in here? <laughs> I'm like, That's we re- don't, but, really if you, but if you hang, yeah. you don't, we don't, but if you hang around a couple of weeks, we yeah, might. might, might, might have one at that point. That's, right. That's right. really interesting. But um, yeah. it's, it's awesome. And, you know, I mean, you've, been down here to see this so many times like these guys come in some of them this is it for them yep some i mean one guy just said a few minutes ago like it feels good to know somebody cares about me again like these are so many little things that happen when you're standing in that room and um guys walk in and i just had a guy say something to me about coward hall like guys come in and they i always say this it's amazing right like a lot of guys don't look like you and i yep but there are guys in the but there are guys in here who look just like you and I, and you, you know, there by the grace of God go I. You're like, what happened? Yep. <laughs> you know, I mean, yep. you don't say that to them, but like, they look just like you and I. We could have walked in off the street, and they're all here for the same basic reason. There, this was their, this was kind of turned out to be their last stop, and for the most part, most of them, most of their families have kind of given up on them. But as the guys would tell you here. They they gave up on them because I burned all of my I burned every bridge times three. Yep, yep. 100%. Yeah, very rarely do you find anybody in here who's singing the blues and who's like, this isn't my fault. Everybody in here is incredibly honest and genuine, and they and they they all are the willing to admit like I did this to myself. And, and I, I'm going to get better. I want to get better, and I want to figure out how to get back on my feet. To, to that know, point, obviously, and, the accountability part of it is such a huge part of what they do at Helping Up, right? Like, you you know, it's part of the program, obviously. Like, you have to be able to take accountability for your actions. Now, you accept addiction, of course, as a disease. And to your point, when you say there, for the grace of God, go I. Like, I, it, addiction can hit anyone. Like, it, there is no... 
you know, socioeconomic or race or gender or addiction is a disease the same way so many other things are diseases. But it's not just addiction, obviously, that we're talking about. We're talking about uh, plenty of other things and, you know, poor decisions that are made and, up, you know, just a lot of things, trauma that can lead you to being at a place where you say, I, I need help and it's time for me to, to try to pick my life up. And that's where these guys and, and women now as well at the women's shelter end up at Helping Up Mission. And it's why it's been so important for us to be a part of it. Um, Drew and I also had a moment, of course, on uh, on Monday when we were spending $3,400 at Target, which um, it, it is an adventure that took us two hours to try to uh, complete this process. And there are great stories. Right. But maybe the best moment was the part where we got through uh, purchasing all the toiletries we needed to purchase. And then we said it's, it's time to walk to the underwear section. And we just sort of had the two of us walking towards the women's underwear department, like, you know, just two guys a, going to buy. It was a Beavis and Butthead scene that yeah. ne- was never done in Beavis and Butthead, for yeah. sure. This two dudes. Hey, we're in the, women, we're in the women's underwear section. <laughs> well, you, kind of, you have to address the awkwardness of it. I think anybody, like, if, if you just pretend like it's normal, then, then you start asking questions. Like, if, right. if, if you just walk back and you were like, oh, yeah, I'm just walking back to the women's underwear department, no big deal. Then you start wondering, like, dude, you you been in the women's underwear department at Target yeah, before? Right? Like, that's no, no. Do. Um, uh, so we, no, had, we announced ourselves. We were, you yeah. know, we were like, we're in here looking for women's underwear, but it's not for us. Correct. They don't. They, we're not. We swear. It's not weird. It's not weird at all. Um, we swear. No, an amazing, an amazing thing. And again, every year there's always something new, some new element to it. One, you know, one year it was the pandemic. Are we gonna be able to do anything during the pandemic? This year, it was, you know, the folks at Helping Up saying, we are so grateful for everything you've done. The reality is we still haven't given any, given everything away from last year. Um, we, we can't take on more coats and more winter gear right now. Could you do something different? I remember making the phone call to you, Drew, like, hey, uh, they want to do toiletries and underwear this year. And Drew being like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's worked out perfect. Like, you know, every guy that comes in, it, it, it's one size fits all. So, if a guy comes in off the street tomorrow and all they have are large cha- jackets and he's a double X, it, right. do- it doesn't help him. But when he comes in tonight and they give him this care package of soaps and underwear and, and um, um, deodorants and razors and toothbrushes, you know, like one size fits all for those things. Yep. And it's easier. It's just much easier to maintain um, as I see the guys go through, they come through much more. There's not that there used to be a little bit of a free for all in there. Right. Because, you know, you would root through the piles and you would try to get in there first. What can I get now? As they walk in, we're just announcing every bag is the same. Um, you guys can go pick out t-shirts and underwear as you walk by. It's all out in the sizes. There isn't a, there isn't that mad, rush that there was before yep no question uh that's that's so, great that's great i'm i'm glad yeah i'm glad that and you did happens. a great job as always you're the you're this you're the reggie jackson of the group well, you know you're the it's fair. you're the arrogant stop stop you're the yeah correct. i'm the a-hole is what you're saying i'm the guy who didn't, the, i'm the guy that didn't want to come to baltimore that's what you're, that's right you're, saying. you're the yeah no you've done a great job with this 14 years Four, um, 14 years um chris char just came downstairs and you see, I went back up and looked. The first pictures we have are from 2008. Uh, it's unbelievable. And it all, 14 started, years. all started one day. One day when Drew just sort of walked in and said, you know, we cause a lot of problems. I think it's time for us to do something good. 
and I said, "All right, I mean, you you got you make a point. We do we do cause a lot of problems. We're good at that." Right. And he said, "I think we should. I think we should get in the back of a truck. Yeah, get a bunch of coats and drive around. And every time we see a a person living on the street, we should throw the coat to them. Yep. And I said, "That's what I think we should do." I said, "Look, man, I I I like the idea. I just think we can do it better." Right. And um, and I said, I don't know, man. This seems like a real really, grassroots way to do it. Really organized idea of just hopping in a truck and driving around and throwing coats at people. You need a coat. Here's a coat. And to, and to your credit, you you did talk. I'm a good listener, and you talked me into it. And so. uh, and our friend Tony Young, of course, obviously pointed us in the direction of a helping up mission. And yep. um, it's become a serious part, you know, for my life. I'm there regularly and. Uh, it is an amazing – if you all don't know about what they're doing at Helping Up Mission, I greatly encourage you to go to helpingup.org today. And if you hear us talking about it and you don't know, if you're moved to, to, to send them some money, that's great. If you still want to make a donation – again, I'll be back down there the first weekend of January. So if you still want to make a donation – for example, my, I got a cousin who raised $500, and then they're going to go out and buy stuff on top to give. And so we'll take that down there in January. So – um, you know. And if you ever didn't, if you ever thought that grown men couldn't actually clean and keep a place spotless, oh, yeah. you should come down here. They take care of everything themselves. You it's can, a, it's you a can sense eat of off the floors. Yep, it's a sense yep. of pride. Uh, you want to play Would You Rather Wednesday really quickly? Sure, sure, sure. All right, Would You Rather? Hey, just a, a shameless plug, by the way. Friday, 3 to 6, I'll be on 105.7 The Fan. They've given me the keys to the place. I don't know why. Um, I, have, I have an incredibly special guest joining me wow now um, wait a second he's gonna appear on that radio station oh <laughs> yeah and incredibly and, and in fact i will say the guest i have will hearken folks back to the old days of that radio station oh my all right so well, i'm just gonna leave it at that but, I, don't, um, I don't think i'm looking forward to it reed and i are doing six to nine a.m i think we're gonna do the bit where we don't bother to book any remember that you did morning for a long time the difficulty of trying to figure out who might possibly oh, yeah. be awake at that time of day no doubt. and be up for it's it. impossible. And especially, right. I think we're going to pass. I think we're just going to do the show ourselves. Well, uh, I've, right, got my, uh, I've written my opening thing already. Right. Ravens fans, let's let's talk about this new Greg Roman contract. Right. Give me a call, 410-583-1057. Right. Yeah. Your thoughts on the new three-year I, deal for Greg I, Roman. I think he deserves it. I think that this was well-earned <laughs> by Greg. <laughs> And then you That's just, how I'm going to start the show on and, Friday. And three hours later, you say, "Wow, it's." You guys uh, hear about the trade? It's, uh, <laughs> you guys hear about the trade? Yeah, do that. You guys hear about Greg Roman's it's, new contract? It's so uh, interesting you bring that up, Drew. It's so interesting because Would You Rather Wednesday is brought to you by Glory Days Grill, where Drew and I were on Monday night. What did you enjoy at the uh, Glory Days Grill on Monday night? Oh, those Honey Old Bay wings! My God, the Honey Old Bay wings! And our friend yeah. Liz, who had never had a Honey Old Bay wing before, and uh, we got her. We, we turned her on to Honey Old Bay. She's never been the same. No question about it. Honey Old Bay wings, big win. Of course, I enjoyed Smoky Thigh Wings when I was there because they are perfection. They also have the uh, Comfort Classic menu available right now, including the Twisted Ribs and Wings combo, as well as the Bourbon Butter Cake for dessert, where Griffin is still sad that I, last Friday when we were there, I went ahead and got the check before he could order his Bourbon Butter Cake because... Oh, my God, it's so good. GloryDaysGrill.com is the website for you to get your order in. Uh, interesting you bring it up, Drew. Number one, would you rather, when the Ravens season ends, the next day they announce a contract extension for Lamar Jackson... And a contract extension for Greg Roman. Or they announce Greg Roman is fired, 
and Lamar Jackson has been traded. I mean, I'm not answering that. Come on. Come on, dog. There ain't, there's no Come way on. I'm answering that question. Come on. Yeah, that's the dumbest. Come on. Man. I mean, I would say that anything that gets Lamar signed, I'm good with. All right. All right. Number two. Yeah. Would you rather? These that's are... a dumb question. <laughs> yeah. You're going to steal it for Friday, aren't you? Uh, <laughs> number two. Would you rather live the – so these are two legitimate – names these are two football players that are signing today on national signing today would you rather live your life the entirety of your life with the name dude person or with the name rowdy beers dude person dude person <laughs> or rowdy beers you gotta say dude I've, I've been struggling with this because I feel like for a part of your life, you would want to be Rowdy Beers. I feel like for the ages of 16, of course, I, my kids won't be doing that. They'll be waiting until 21 like Carson Weekly. But for me, the ages of about 16 to 26, you desperately want to be Rowdy Beers because you'd be a party wherever you went. Like you'd walk in, they'd be like, right. Rowdy Beers is here. But then you're going to hit 36 and you're not going to be able to handle it any longer. Like, you're going to walk in somewhere, they'd be like, dude, Rowdy Beer. And you're going to be like, no, dude, I'm, I'm not. I don't want to be Rowdy Beers anymore. I guess I'll go I'd, with dude I'd person. rather be Greg. And that's why I actually, up, for the dude? entirety of life, agree that dude person might be the way to go. And then number three, right. would you rather bet a year's salary on the Detroit Lions reaching the NFC Championship game or, at the same odds, a year's salary on the Ravens winning one playoff game against anyone other than the Titans. Um, definitely the Ravens. Why? Because I don't know that the Lions are even going to get there. I promise and you they're they, going to get there. And if they get there, they've got to navigate their way through three games. The Ravens only have to be no, one you, team. You don't, you don't have to win two to make the NFC Championship game. Oh, right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And, anyway, three three, three, three like, to six on 105.7 The Fan. Oh, I, like, I like the hometown team, oh, so I'll take the Ravens. <laughs> All right. Uh, 3 to 6 p.m. this Friday. You will hear him on 105.7 The Fan. Of course, Drew's Morning Dish. Talking Greg Roman, baby. That's right. Drew's Morning Dish.com, as always. Uh, great work. Please tell Tim and Lynette I said thank you. Uh, really appreciate what they have added to what we do. It's uh, It's been a, a life-changing. And uh, give everybody my love there at Helping Up Mission. Appreciate you. Merry you Christmas. got it. I'll say it. I'll see you at the end of the bar, as they say. That's right. See you there. Merry Christmas, bud. <laughs> you too. Bye-bye. Drew Forrester, Drewsmorningdish.com, joining us here on GCR. All right. Uh, would you rather, number one, would you rather – I gotta finish. Let me finish this. Oh, you're gonna. Oh, you're gonna finish it. I mean, that's a uh, quite, I don't know. That's quite the, quite the the gulp for you to finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gave up on that. Make sure yeah, that's yeah. included in the TikTok <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah, I will. It's like, oh, I got this. All of a sudden, it gets. Well, this, it, this it, is it exa- more than I. You know what I've realized? This is exactly the opposite of the Frank the Tank situation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Once it hits your lips, it tastes so bad. It is the opposite. <laughs> it tastes so. Bad. Did you watch uh, Tommy Boy? Oh, uh, I'm gonna watch it tonight. tonight. Okay, tonight. Christmas miracle. Yes. You're gonna watch Tommy Christmas Boy. Miracle. Christmas miracle. Um, uh, what was the first one? Uh, would you rather you get Lamar and Roman no. or no Lamar and no Roman? I, I think I'm with Drew. You know, if whatever gets Lamar signed, I think that's the correct answer. Um, although, I mean, you know, it'd be interesting to see what a c- trade compensation would be for Lamar Jackson um, to get Roman out of here. Uh, but I think, I mean, you. 
you, you got to assume they address wide receiver too, and and then Roman would still have something to work with, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Sign Lamar. All right, Carson. Um, I'm gonna shake things up a little bit here. No, you're not. Most everybody <laughs> is going the other way. Are they really? I'm, yeah. I'm Which saying is so let's, depressing. Let's yeah. look and let's let's see because I okay. Obviously, it depends on who he's getting traded to. But let's say the Lions want to offer you their first round pick this year and then we throw in somebody and they throw in Amon Ross St. Brown and then all of a sudden we can take Why a would shot. they do that? I don't well, Why we, in the world we throw would somebody you trade else for a quarterback to get rid of your top wide receiver? Well, I'm just saying. What, how does that make I'm going I'm going with the that, second option. This is this is what this is the end of the bar stuff. Like this the first is round the pick. But the, I, the first round pick. This if, is just saying anything for the sake of saying anything. If one of these top picks is included, though, I think I would. I a think team I'd take is trading option. for a quarterback because they're intending to win. To throw it to their best wide receiver. Yes, they got Jamison Williams still. I understand that yeah. most teams, unlike the one in Baltimore, try not to build a roster predicated on one unproven wide receiver working out. I say sign Roman and Lamar. Go get Equinemius St. Brown. At a more affordable price. I'm sure price. that's going to be the move that's going to put the <laughs> Ravens There's over a, the Don't top. they have another brother? There's probably Edwin another Sam. Their dad, looks, their dad is pretty ripped, too. I think. If you say so. I'm not, going <laughs> to pin my, I'm not going to pin my hopes on Equinemius St. Brown. That will not be the way that I go about it. Yeah, I'm saying St. Brown in the facility. This, to me, I can't I'm believe. I'm taking number two. The, the, the answer is, it ha- you don't. I've said this a billion times. I don't care. At the end of the day, you either have a quarterback or you're hopeless. And so, I'm in... There are two things that are. I'm infuriated with Greg Roman today, but it keeps going back to what I keep saying. You guys are trying to ignore and pretend like the offense hasn't been extraordinary. The greatest offense. What Jonas Schaefer said the other day, and I had to edit your tweet because people are getting worked up, and, and you left out the context of at least in the regular season, which he did say, and I don't want to be unfair to Jonas because like, people are going to start coming at him when he did say at least in the regular season. So, but Jonas's point is uh, it's undeniable. There's no debate when the greatest offense in Ravens history, outside of 1996, when they just put up absurd numbers because they were getting their ass kicked in every game, um, this is the greatest stretch of offense that you've ever seen in the history of the Ravens. Now, not the last five weeks. I understand that. I get it. But other than that, it's the greatest stretch of offense that you've seen in Ravens history. And so if that's what it takes, I'm not – you know, I'm not confident you're going to win a Super Bowl, but I mean, I can't believe the idiocy of saying, "Well, just try something else." And sure, it's been good, but I don't know. Maybe it could also be good. I I just never understand the thought process of a quality standard being ripped up for the sake of, well, maybe you could do something else. I'll never. I I'm grateful that you guys don't run businesses. I think the I, injury also played a part in my decision. What the injury to Lamar? There are the injuries now. So you you like you just want to get rid of him? I don't think I want to get rid of him, but I think at this point, like durability is a slight concern. I I'm I, bro. I mean, every quarterback has slight, gotten just hurt. A I don't know concern. what to tell you. Every quarterback has gotten hurt. Which is that's true. I mean, like <laughs> I, you're getting hit a lot I, compared I, to other positions, but uh, overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly, responses are going the other way. Number two. Would you rather? Is it is Would You Rather Wednesday brought to you by Glory Days Grill, Rowdy Beers, or Dude Person? I'm trying to remember where these guys committed to because they both committed I yesterday. I think Rowdy uh, Beers committed to Florida International. Uh, Internet, FIU, yeah. yes, correct, mm-hmm. is where Rowdy, I'm going Beers, Rowdy Beers is, is headed. That's Hang the on. name. That dude, is the name. Dude Person is going to. Dude where is Dude person? person? He's going to Central Arkansas, is where Dude Person is headed. Arc. 
Um, so you're saying rowdy beers? Yeah, I think that'd be. T- I mean, that'd be fun. That'd See, be, I, this is the problem. Cool. This is. I think this is an age thing. This <laughs> goes back to the conversation we had last week. It's exactly what I just said. Eggnog finished. Yes. At, at, uh, there you go. Oh, no. Mazel time. And you finished yours. I did. All right. Well done. Well done. All right. Uh, you, I think you should have to lick the glass. Honestly. No, that's okay. That's um. Okay. So start tasting like medicine at the end. That's yeah, it's like di- like Dimetap almost. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like it's <laughs> gross. It's just awful. 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 John from Little Rock is a psychopath. Um, yes, yes. Love you. I love you. You know that. I love you. But he likes mayonnaise. He likes eggnog. I got a lot of questions about John Little. It's a, the problem too is he has great taste in just about everything else. That's our next bet. Mayonnaise, eggnog shake. Oh, God. that's that's one. I I don't think I, I don't oh. think I, I don't think I could do that. Ah, oh. why did you have to put that out there? In a blender. Because it'd be a good bet. Oh God. Oh, just thinking about it. Rowdy beer, me. rowdy beers would do it. Yeah, rowdy beers <laughs> might do it. Here's the problem: you you are so short sighted about this that no. all you're thinking about is how dope it would be to walk into the bar tonight. Like, yo, what's up, guys? Rowdy beers is here. That's all you're thinking about, right? Everybody high fiving you forever. Like, dude, is your name really Rowdy Beers? No, not forever. Yes. Like, at yes. some point, you're going to enter in a phase of life. Where you're not going to want that. And when people are still treating you that way, like, yo, Rowdy Beers. And you're like, right. This, this I just, was his birth name. His birth name was Rowdy. I, don't I guess know. his last name is Beers. Rowdy. I guess Rowdy can I be a name. I, I don't know. I, you got to be honest. I got to be honest with you. I don't know all of the details. <laughs> you just know that he exists. About Mama Beers' baby boy. I'm not <laughs> sure about all of the details. Uh, you? I th- as cool as Rowdy Beers would be for oh, a little on, bit, I think for the rest forever. of my life, everyone can just, like, for everyone being like, what's up, dude? Hey, dude. I I, I kind of like that. I, Drew mentioned that. I kind of like that. I, I think, I think I'm, I'm going to be dude person. Enjoy that. And I'm telling I think I'll you, be dude person. Griffith, there's going to be a day where you're just going to be, you're going to be 40 years old. You're going to show back up. The Moving night before, forward. The night before Thanksgiving, all of your friends from high school are going to be there that have accomplished nothing. You will have, at that point, been, Superstar. I don't know, the, the play-by-play voice of the of the National Dodgeball, you know, Ooh, uh, uh, world tour or whatever. Yeah, you'll be coming yeah. back home to say hello to everybody. And they're gonna be like, "Yo, Rowdy!" And you're just gonna be like, "I'd be like, that's guys, right, guys." I, I kind of would just be like to be quiet beers. I kind of like to be you <laughs> peaceful, know, peaceful beers. Yes, no, peaceful. It's not, it's once, silent once night, once holy I become night rowdy beers. beers, serene beers. No One level. No, you can't live like that forever. I, you can't. You well, it's can't not like I'd be going out way. every night, bro. Well, your name is Rowdy Beers. Out. The expectation is going to be that you're gonna be Rowdy Beers. As I'm, long as I just go out, you know, enough. Yeah, and you have to ex- deal with like assume that you're out almost every like, night. Like, nah, man, I'm staying in the night. Rowdy beers yeah. doesn't stay yeah, in the house exactly on right. Friday. I thought you were rowdy beers, man. <laughs> what happened to that? You'd be like, dude, I just I got kids now. I yeah. kind of don't think that that's the way that I want to go. But me, me and Mrs. Demilio have, have settled down to a nice life. I just kind of don't want to be rowdy beers anymore. You're gonna think about whether or not it's time to legally change your more, name. I'm more strong-willed than you guys. I could handle. No, you're not. Yeah. I, you're definitely yeah. not that. You have no idea what you are. You're 23. Dude, person 22. has a lot of. Dude, person can totally slip under the radar. Oh, 100. Right? Like it's cool, but then it's over after a second. Like it's cool for a second. Yeah. And it would have sucked when dude wears my car came out. Like that would have you would have dealt with a lot of nonsense then. But now you guys have no idea what dude wears my car even is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> at this point, you could be dude person essentially for a moment. It's neat, and then you go through that. Is that really your name? Like, and then it's just over. Then it's just over. Then you're just an, another person. You're just a dude. No pun People would never forget about me. You're rowdy beers. Jesus Christ. Rowdy Number beers. three. Would you rather? Would you rather? The Detroit Lions. You got to bet a year's salary, 
Or pretend like you make real money. <laughs> yeah. God, I just realized I'm talking. Talk, <laughs> who I'm talking to. Pretend like, let's say $50,000. Okay. You could either have it. Well, you can't have it because you got to bet it on one of these. It's the same odds. Yeah, same odds on the Ravens winning one playoff game against anyone but the Titans. Or the Lions reaching the NFC Championship game. And by the way, I've had a couple yeah, people bring Ravens. up the like the, the Lions. Uh, the Lions aren't even guaranteed to get into the playoffs. We're going to end this weekend with the Lions holding a playoff position. The Commanders play the 49ers this weekend. Mm. At the end of the weekend, the, the Lions hold the uh, uh, play the Panthers. Oh, okay. Yeah. At the end of the weekend, the Lions will be holding a playoff position. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Make sure you get that. Make sure you get that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll go the Ravens. We're going to have a little compilation of moments <laughs> from the egg. That's exactly the idea. Uh, I'll go the Ravens. I mean, I think... They, I mean, you know, assuming Lamar Jackson is healthy, they can still. But that's part of the like. Win. You've got to factor all games. this in right now. Like, do you know that Lamar Jackson is going to be healthy? You got to factor all of these things in because you don't get to wait and decide later. You have to make this bet immediately. Did the Lions lose another regular season game? I don't know. I didn't look at past this week. All yeah. I know is the, the Panthers this week. They're seven and seven, but they're six and one in their last yeah. seven games. Right. Right. Yeah. That's like, if they are they going to stay? I mean, they'd have to get past who are they? I guess so. They'd be the seven seeds. They play. I don't know that they can't get past. The Minnesota Giants stunk, too, lately. They, right now, they'd be in line to play Minnesota if they get in, but they could also get past the Giants. Like, the idea... They, I, I don't think they can win a playoff. I don't think they can win a playoff game. The Lions? Yeah. Wow, that's I just, bold. The I, hottest I mean, team in have, football can't win a playoff game? I mean, they'll, they'll play the Vikings. I don't just, think... Uh, do you remember what happened the last time? The Vikings win games. That's what they do. W- do they in the playoffs? They'll probably win that one. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go... I'm going to stick with the Ravens. They have Lamar Jackson. I... I'll if they have Lamar, Lamar Jackson, Jackson, I'll take Lamar Jackson in that defense. It was like when you Sammy said that's like, that's like when you were, that's like when you field. got us under that terrible bet with the folks in Pittsburgh because you were like, "What do they have Lamar Jackson? We're good." And then all of a sudden they didn't have Lamar yeah. Jackson. This is really all on you. And they still won. They did still win. That's true. So. That's that's true. Yes, I, I'm going to take the Ravens. Just one. It's one game, and I. But I again, mean, specifically not against Titans. So keep in mind, if that means they play the my, Titans, if, if, if they're the, the five, if they're the five seed and they play the Titans in round one, they got to beat them that, and play somebody and else. beat them too. Yeah, I you like know you're what? not. You got to think through all the layers of this. Yeah, but I trust. If they don't play the Titans, I trust. What the are the Ravens. options, right? Like, let's say they beat the Bengals week 17 or week 18. Now they're playing. They're hosting the, the, the Bengals. <laughs> Maybe. Um. Yeah, they had to beat I the Bengals twice. I can possibly. see them beating Buffalo, like in the second round after they beat. Tennessee. I still don't want to. You give, can. <laughs> Good for I you. S- I still don't want to give Jared Golf the ball and be like, "All right, man, go get me to the right. N- go get me to the NFC Championship." Right. This, for this one, my fairness, salary's on the line. Yeah, this has been more split. <laughs> I will give you that. This has been more split. Continue. Get me your responses at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter for Would You Rather Wednesday. Brought to you by Glory Days Grill. One more Tyus Bowser show uh, to wrap up the season. Tuesday, January 3rd, we will be at Guilford Hall Brewery, 1611 Guilford Avenue in Station <laughs> North. Ooh. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Two. Is there any chance that it's going to Is there any chance it's going to come up? No, nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. You seem to be in pain. That. It doesn't sound that's you that's not a throw up burp though. No, no, you're right. That's just a that's a gassy burp yeah. is all that is. Um, we will be there uh, at, at Guilford Hall Brewery. Looking forward to it. Uh, Tyus Bowser shows partnership with Press Box and Great Eights Memorabilia. It is brought to you by Maryland Vascular Specialist, the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill. Come back in. Tidbit, tubit, a wrap-up for the day. Glenn Clark Radio. Yes. I'm sure it is.
I'm certain. Gambling can be a fun and entertaining experience, but there are risks involved. If you're planning on betting on the game at the casino or on your phone or computer, know your limit, stay within it. Set a budget and a time to stop. Remember, gambling isn't a financial solution and it doesn't mix well with alcohol or drugs. Know the risks and have a plan before you begin gambling. For free and confidential services, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org. Experience the best in Kamado Grilling, a complete outdoor cooking appliance. The Ginsu Kamado Grill allows anyone to sear, grill, bake, and smoke all types of food. Designed for efficiency and function, the Ginsu Kamado Grill upholds the enduring legacy of the iconic Ginsu brand. The Ginsu Kamado Grill is perfect to cook all year round, is great for parties, and ideal for tailgating with your friends. Reserve your Ginsu Kamado Grill today at ginsugrills.com and get $100 off on your pre-order when you use the promo code tailgate that's ginsugrills.com reserve yours today whether your focus is luxury and comfort convenience and technologically advanced connectivity or sporty performance and aggressive styling we've got the perfect highlander for you check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new highlanders from your local toyota dealer today Join the Maryland Jockey Club at Laurel Park for Christmas Tide Stakes Day on Monday, December 26th. An exciting day of live horse racing awaits you with a whopping six stakes races worth $600,000 in prize money. Plus, enjoy a specially curated stakes buffet, a delicious hot chocolate bar, and hot cider cocktails. It may be cold, but Laurel Park has plenty of horse racing excitement, food, and beverages to keep you warm. Don't miss Christmas Tide Stakes Day at Laurel Park. Visit laurelpark.com for more info. Another Orioles season is in the books, and the Bataround was there every step of the way as the Birds posted their first winning season in six years. And after promoting two number one overall prospects in Adley Rutschman and Gunnar Henderson, Mike Elias has said it's liftoff from here. Hi, I'm Paul Valley, and along with my co-host Zach Goodman, we'll be here every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon all off-season discussing every signing, trade, and waiver claim as we navigate the cold winter months that lead to spring training. You can watch us at youtube.com slash pressboxonline and facebook.com slash Pressbox Sports or listen live at pressboxonline.com slash radio. And if you miss a show, you can find us anywhere you get your podcast. So tune into the Bat Around with Paul Valley and Zach Goodman every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon right here at Pressbox Sports. Need a last minute gift for a kid in your life? How about a membership to the Retriever Kids Club? It includes free youth admission to all regular season UMBC home games plus a t-shirt and a drawstring backpack. Membership is only $35. It's a great deal makes a tremendous holiday gift. Visit umbcretrievers.com slash kids club for more info. Membership is for kids 12 and under. The Retriever Kids Club. Find out more. umbcretrievers.com slash kids club. If you can't listen or watch live, you can subscribe to the show via Spotify, Amazon, or Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star review while you're there. Or if lying isn't your thing, We'll take a three-and-a-half-star review, too. All right, back in here on GCR as we wind down for a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of the program. Make sure you get your responses in at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Glenn Clark Radio. Again, I'm warning you, these offers aren't going to last forever. So take advantage of them now, like $200 in free free bets from DraftKings after you place your first $5 bet or $1,000 in risk-free bets. From BetMGM, time is limited. Go to PressBoxOnline.com slash offers and sign up today. 
Tidbit is brought to you by your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a range of models and trim lines, so you can choose the perfect Tacoma to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. Uh, so someone uh, from Track, uh, they put together the total amount that the Mets will be paying uh, this season, which will be they're giving uh, $502 million dollars. Uh, in in terms of contracts for this upcoming season, uh, and then they put together the you know the cu- the accumulated payroll for these six teams, which is totals five hundred twenty nine million between six other teams. That includes the Orioles, the Athletics, the Pirates, the Reds, the Royals, and the Marlins. Yeah, I mean combined five hundred twenty nine. Yeah, million. I mean that's about right. I don't know what to say. Uh, this one I wanted to do last week, um, and so it has to do with Christian McCaffrey. They were talking about it going into Thursday night. How he uh, has the second most uh, games by a p- with both fifty rushing yards and fifty receiving yards. Fifty and fifty. Yes. Fifty fifty games. And he has twenty six. He did not get to he did not get to twenty seven on um uh, on Thursday night, but he obviously has the chance to do that, uh, as he is at twenty six, the second most all time most games. Uh, he still trails number one by a wide margin, but he is second most, which he just uh, achieved recently this season. Uh, so I want to see if you can name the top ten running or yeah, they're all running backs. Um, Imagine having a wide receiver <laughs> who ran for 50 yards that many times. They are all, they are all running backs, so can you name the top 10 with uh, 50-50 games? Well, I'm assuming that Marshall Most Falk 50. is number one. He is number one, 41 yeah. for Marshall yeah, Falk. That, that one was pretty obvious. McCaffrey, 26 at two. Um, after that... It's very congested. Yeah, because that's the only other guy that really stands out as this type of player, so... Um, I, I'm, okay, uh, let's try Barry Sanders. It is not Barry Sanders. Uh, let's try uh, Walter Payton. It is not Walter Payton. Let's try... Walter Payton had 17. He is just outside Bomb. the top 10. I mean, they talk about him like he's one of the greats. Jeez. All of these guys have 20 or more. Um, LaDainian Tomlinson. LaDainian Tomlinson. He is tied for third with 23. How about mm, Marcus Allen? Not Marcus Allen. Not Marcus Allen. How about Le'Veon Bell? Le'Veon Bell, excellent guess. He is fifth. He has twenty-one. He's fifth. Tied for twenty-one. Tied for fifth. Yeah, twenty-one I games. I would have not. I would have assumed he was on the list, yeah, but I would not have thought he was that high. That makes me think one other boy, fella. This could be just about anybody. Uh, okay. This is disturbing now, actually, because Le'Veon Bell did not have like the length, the longevity of a. Priest Holmes. Priest Holmes is an excellent guess, and he is on the list. He has 20 tied for eighth, which is what rounds out the top ten. The last, last three guys are tied. Maurice Jones-Drew. Not MJD. Ray Rice. Ray Rice, another good guess, but he is out on the outside. 16 games for Ray Rice. How about, about we're guessing the um, players of the most 50 rushing and 50 receiving yard games of all time, Carson. In the games in which they had both, 50 rushing and 50 Jordan guessed Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, but that's yes. why we yeah. okay. So we got Falk, McCaffrey, Tomlinson, Le'Veon Bell, and Priest Holmes. Okay. And by we, I mean, of course, me. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I meant to say by that. Um, Tony Dorsett. Not Tony Dorsett. Eric Dickerson. Not Eric Dickerson. Emmett Smith. Not Emmett Smith. Edgerton James. Not Edgerton James. He is. He has 16 as well. Outside the top Ricky 10. Waters. Running Waters. He is on the list. I am. 21 games, and he is tied for fifth with Le'Veon. But Eddie George. Not Eddie George. Chris Johnson. Not Chris Johnson. 
Fred Taylor. Not Fred Taylor. Thurman Thomas. There you go. Thurman Thomas, also 21. So you have the top You have the top seven guys except for oh, good. one. You're missing uh, one in the top seven, and then you have two more that are tied for eighth with uh, Priest Holmes. Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara is on the oh, outside. That's a great. God, I don't know why. I 16 as well for Alvin Kamara. He's on the I'm outside. I'm kind of surprised. It's a better answer more. than my answers, so, you know, there's a dumb list. Uh, Matt Forte. Uh, Matt Forte also just outside. He is 18. He is 11. Not Curtis Martin. Uh, not Curtis Martin. How about Arian Foster? Not Arian Foster. How about Tiki Barber? Tiki Barber yeah. is the one. He is top four, 23 games tied with LT for Tiki Barber. Uh, Clinton Portis. Not Clinton Portis. All right, give me something. We're okay. We're, All right. It's 12 uh, One of them is a Raider from the 60s. Won an AFL championship. Sure he is. Why don't you just go ahead and tell us? That one is Clem Daniels. Could have been here all day. Clem Daniels. And then the last one, it was uh, a Ram. Singer of the, didn't he do that song, The Devil Stephen Went Down to Georgia? Stephen Jackson? It is Stephen oh, Jackson. Stephen Jackson, all right. It is Stephen Jackson. I don't remember him being that much of a pass-catching threat. I don't that's either. the funny part. Played for a while. I guess How that's just... That? The longevity part of yeah. it. I get it. I get it. All right, very good. That was Tidbit. Tubular is brought to you today by the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill. Go to GinsuGrills.com. Use the code TAILGATE. Save $100 when you order your Ginsu Kamado Grill. Here's what's coming up tonight. Uh, a lot of local teams in action, hoops-wise, on a Wednesday evening. Coppin State, this is technically, I believe if you have DirecTV, they're playing today. But apparently the game was delayed because the refs didn't get there in time. Which... It's just, cool. Just, cool. I don't even have the words. I don't have the words right now on next level sports. Coppin leading James Madison twenty six twenty three late Ooh. in the first half. Uh, Navy and VCU tonight at seven o'clock on Masson. The Maryland women playing IPFW right now on ESPN Plus. Uh, Mount St Mary's takes on Howard this afternoon at two o'clock. ESPN tonight. Michigan and North Carolina and Charlotte. That's a good one. Seven o'clock uh, for that. They also have the New Orleans Bowl. Kentucky and South Alabama at nine. You want to give a bad uh, uh, over? Give me the over. You're, you're taking the over in that one. Yeah. Uh, again, probably not want to listen to Griffin as he and I are currently tied for dead last. And I wish that was a joke. Our bull bets. We My are bets tied are for dead last. The, the one I did give away to live. That one hit. Yeah, we're both five and seven. In our bowl picks, first place right now, uh, a group of folks tied at nine and three. Griffin and I are five and seven. I went back and looked at my picks like over the weekend, and I don't know why I picked half. The I games. don't. I j- I'm pretty I sure like, I didn't. Did I? I'm not even kidding. I'm pretty sure I just clicked. I I didn't even think about anything about it. I just clicked somebody. Uh, so don't take any advice from us. Is what I'm trying to tell you. Uh, anything else tonight that matters? Not really. Yeah, it's kind of a ugh, night otherwise. Uh, NBA TV, Warriors, Nets at 7.30. Of course, the Warriors stink now. Yep. Uh, Warriors, Nets 7.30, and then Hornets, Clippers at 10.30. TNT, Devils, Panthers at 7. Oilers, Stars. The devil That's the devil that Clem Daniels was singing about. That went. The devil went down to play the Panthers was the song that he sang. You guys don't know. It's no. fine. Oilers, Stars, 9.30 on TNT. I just, this is my lot in life now. This is what I deal with. TBS, AEW Dynamite at 8. Some non-sports highlights. Uh, let's see. Holiday Spectacular Finale is tonight on Fox. Um, they're keep, doing Hard, hard Knocks in Season. putting this on the list. Like. <laughs> hard Knocks in Season with the Cardinals. Dolly Parton's Mountain Magic Christmas is re-airing on uh, NBC. Emily in Paris Season 3 is on Netflix. Uh, that's the one with Aubrey Plaza, I believe. Ah, yes. Um, and then uh, on Prime, it will be Jack Ryan Season 3 with John Krasinski. Ah, I didn't yeah. know. That was, okay. Um, that is today. And then new episode, Nos- National Treasure, The Edge of History, the series on Disney+. Plus. New episode of that. And uh, they're doing a Homeward Bound. It's a Grammy salute to the songs of Paul Simon. 
That is at one uh, I mean, I CBS. I, I'm a Simon and Garfunkel fan sure. myself. I actually enjoyed the the last couple of Simon Gar- Paul Simon records, but really, uh, Brad Paisley will be there. Garth Brooks, Dave Matthews. Okay, I don't know. It's, you know, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, uh, that's what I've got for you. Sure, <laughs> they'll do that. Yeah, whatever. That's it. Great. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, Carson is on Twitter at Carson Ware. Yep, that's right. Give him a follow there. Are we going to try to make a top three today? Uh, I. I was gonna try and do it tomorrow because no, if you no, well, no 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 no, well, I thought that would be more fun. No 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 no. All no, right, well no. then we can make one today. Passing out tomorrow. Passing out. Top, how about top three? Pl- how about top three places to sleep? In yeah, here, top three places to sleep. sleep in the office. Uh, thanks to Carson. Uh, thanks today to Drew. Thanks also to Bo. Thanks to Mike Loxley and Diego Fago. We'll get it all up in the greatest hits section of the. Oh my God, it's so good. Radio.com. Tomorrow is a wonky day. We will start at 10 a.m. with Weekend at Bookies. Then at 10.30, Glenn Clark Radio with Jeremy Kahn, maybe Rita, with uh, David Boy joining us in the studio. Picks, revelry, drunkenness, Union Brewery, the Baltimore County Police Department uh, checking in and breathalyzing us, being boozled. The whole are we doing the you gonna do the peanut butter pickle I pie? Mean, I guess so. I couldn't find like how people actually do it, so I'm thinking I'll just I don't know get some peanut it, butter. I don't think it's really. I th- doesn't need to be. I think the premise is more important than okay. the delivery. So you, you know just, what I mean? Okay. Like I think the idea, the concept. Let me just get pickles. You guys dip in peanut butter? No, no. I want it to be a peanut butter pickle pie. Okay. But I just don't think it matters if you hit it exactly right. All right that's I what think, I was thinking, too. I think there's a long runway for delivering this. So I was just going to scoop some peanut butter Any, into a pie crust, chill it overnight. I, I think, essentially, <laughs> you can you can figure this out. I mean, try to make bake it. Try to make it like a pie, okay. right? Like, okay, don't, don't completely half-ass it. But <laughs> I don't think you're trying to hit a target. Okay. I think it's just something that you present as a peanut butter pickle pie, and we say... That's what that was, is all we're looking for. All right? All right. All right. That entire, and Griffin's movie review of Tommy Boy. Ooh, yeah. All tomorrow. Yes. Crazy Holiday revelry is what we've got for you on the program tomorrow. Thanks to uh, everybody at PressBox, all of our great sponsors and partners, including the Baltimore County Police Department, as well as Problem Gambling, Glory Days Grill, Royal Farms, the Costas Inn, Maryland Jockey Club, Baltimore Area Chick-fil-A Restaurants, Great Ace Memorabilia, the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel Maryland, Maryland Vascular Specialist, the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill, UMBC Athletics, your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. Thanks to Griffin at Griffin underscore Bass. Uh, follow us, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Glenn Clark Radio. Have a great Wednesday evening. Oh, also, I think I need to, to thank the police one more time and ba- join BaltimoreCountyPD.com again. It's the website to find out more. They'll be in hanging out with us tomorrow. All right, have a great Wednesday night. Go uh, Maryland women, Coppin, and Navy hoops. Duke sucks. Ohio State sucks, too.